Well, greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome to the best damn movie related show on the planet Earth, the John Campia Show, coming to you from right here on my YouTube channel. I am, of course, your host, John Campia, and it is an awesome honor and privilege, as it is every day, to have you, our international friends, gather around as we talk about our favorite things in the world, movies, movie news, TV, and streaming, and all sorts of good things. And ladies and gentlemen, allow me to be the first officially to welcome you to Spider-Man No Way Home Week. <laughs> it is Spider-Man No Way Home Week. It's official. <laughs> it's here. It's this week. It's not next week. Nope. It's not sometime. It ain't someday. It's this week, as a matter of fact. Pow. Bam. Pow. <laughs> as a hey. matter of fact, tonight. Freaking Catalina Wine Mixer. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Catalina Wine Mixer of movie premiere tonight. <laughs> Is actually the world premiere of Spider-Man and all the press screenings. They're all happening tonight. We're going to get our first reactions and our first reviews of Spider-Man No Way Home tonight. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit. Also, the supposed episode of Hawkeye that is going to break the internet happens tomorrow night. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. I finally got to see West Side Story. By the way, I also saw Being the Ricardos. Being the Ricardos was wonderful. We're going to talk about West Side Story here in just a bit. There's a new trailer for uh, Fantastic Beasts. Sex in the City has just broken HBO's records. A lot of things to talk about here today, and I'm not alone. Of course, I've got Kim Curran here. Kimberly, how you doing? Good Spider Week to you, good sir. That's that's good Spider, <laughs> good spider Week. To week. Spider Week. To you. May we fest in the morrow. And also joining us, always festing. It's Ray Aura. Ray, how you Let's doing? Let's get those negative reviews, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's go. Get Spider me. Week's going to end early. Get the negative review. And now, listen, Spider Week will end on Tuesday, if that's the case. <laughs> no. Tyler, Tyler in the live chat just said something, but he said something I'm completely honestly thinking about doing. I'm thinking about later tonight doing... Reaction Watch oh, 2021 no. Spider-Man Reaction Watch. See, I know. I when mean, this... but 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 oh do we God. know they're allowed to say something? Oh yes, yeah. Like reactions full on, come out full tonight. Full on go. Yep. Like full on go. Just Ray, reactions Ray, come out this tonight. This is the point where we hope that some ding dong doesn't go. I just I don't really know who they are, but this seeing Tommy McGuire was just so much fun. <laughs> this is that point where we're like review, not spoiler, dummy. Yeah, well, actually, you know, it's 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 not only reactions tonight, uh, but again, you know what? We'll wait for that. But I am thinking about doing Reaction Watch 2021. But, but you know, we're opening up ourselves to every spoiler, probably. Oh, ever. probably. I, I at this point, though, it's three days at this Let's... point. I don't really know that there's anything to spoil for you, for any of us. I really, I really don't know if there's anything to spoil other than, you know, I don't want the major plot details revealed. And yeah, that would be risky. Um, this is also the but, day that I disappear from social media until the end of the yeah, week. Yeah, I think so a lot of people out, are with guys. you on that. I think a lot of people. Well, listen, guys, we do have a number of things to talk about here today. And here's how today's show is going to go. We break the show down into two parts. In the first half of the show, we take some predetermined topics. And then in the second half of the show, we take your live comments and your live questions. If you want to send in a comment, like if you're watching the show live and only if you're watching live, and you want to send a comment, thought, or opinion 
not a question, but a comment, thought, opinion, theory, whatever. Just simply use the super chat feature in the YouTube live chat there, and we'll read off your comment uh, once we get to that part of the show. And then if you have a question you'd like answered on the show or in an upcoming companion video, simply go down to the description of this video. You'll see a tip link in there. Click on that or enter it in manually at www.streamelements.com slash movieblogtv slash tip. You'll be getting your question read on a show or an upcoming companion video if we deem your question appropriate to be used on our shows. And of course, you'll be supporting our channel at the same time and all of us involved with the John Campus Show. Thank you guys so much for your support. Also, don't forget, guys, if you need your daily fix of the John Campus Show, but you can't be in front of a YouTube video, maybe you're at the gym or you're commuting, you're at work, whatever, Good news, there is the John Campia audio-only version known as the John Campia Show Podcast. It is available on all podcasting apps. Just search for John Campia Show Podcast and subscribe to it today so it'll be there when you need it. Okay, guys, with that down, let's get into one off the top here, shall we? And that off the top is this. You know, we've been talking a lot lately about uh, Fantastic Beasts, the Harry Potter universe. The other day, they dropped like a little teaser saying that there's going to be a new trailer coming on Monday. A lot of people intrigued because, number one, it's a new Harry Potter universe movie. But on top of that, we also have the fact that we are going to get our first look at Mads Mikkelsen as Grindelwald. Of course, replacing Johnny Depp, who I thought was very good in the role, actually, in uh, in the second Fantastic Beast movie. I thought Johnny Depp was really, really good in that. But, I mean, if you're going to replace Johnny Depp, I don't know how you do much better than going out and getting Mads Mikkelsen. So a lot of excitement about that. And sure enough, today, this morning, I wasn't expecting it till later tonight, but this morning they dropped the new trailer for Fantastic Beasts. Now, look, I am not by any stretch of the imagination, a hardcore Potterhead, not at all. But I'd be lying to you if I didn't tell you I love this trailer. I thought this trailer was really good. It captured the magic that you need to feel in this sort of a thing. I think Dumbledore comes off as kind of a badass in this. There's that one shot where like the magic's flowing. He's just like this, got the hand out. It's like, I'm getting kind of Obi-Wan vibes. And I mean that in a very, very good way. I think Mads Mikkelsen looks great. And, you know, I'll let you bring up the point you brought up earlier about the looks, but we'll get to that in a second. But I thought, I thought Mikkelsen looked great. Um, that whole sequence when, um, oh, what's the main character's name in Fantastic Beasts again? I forget the main character. The one that name. Eddie Redmayne plays. Yes, the main character's name, and I'm forgetting the character's name. But anyway, oh, Newt, Newt something or other, oh, yeah. Newt something or other. I can't Scamander. remember. Commander, Scam- Commander, yeah, right? It's Commander. But when, when Newt's brother was kind of running down, well, we got a magi zoologist and a muggle and uh, whatever. I'm like, it, it just it had that kind of underdog underdog fight story. It felt grand in scope. It felt grand in scale. It captured the magic. I wanted to hear more from Mads Mikkelsen, to be honest with you. I wanted to hear more from him in that. But still, the look of him is sharp and great. I liked what I saw. I I, I don't know how well how good this movie's going to be. I don't know how well it's going to do. All I can say is I saw the trailer. I thought it looked really, really good. Kim, you had a chance to check out the trailer. What did you think of it? I thought it looked like a great adventure. I thought it really brought back the adventure because it was, you know, uh, Fantastic Beasts has been interesting, you know, um, revealing all these characters to us. But something I thought that was, mm, it wasn't off-putting, it was just different. Mads Mikkelsen, I know we were wondering about the look. 
Um, Johnny Depp had that frosty, ghostly, evil, scary look with the hair. Heavy and makeup. The, heavy the, makeup the, the on The makeup so heavy. Mads Mikkelsen looks really handsome. Yes, he does. And <laughs> really charming. And I love the little bit of gray. And, That's and like I'm, all I can say. They, I, they didn't play with the look, but like I was telling you is that I'm kind of glad they didn't just try to do a Johnny Depp Grinderwald impersonation right. with the makeup, but I feel like it's so understated. However, his acting, and he is so savage when oh. he's when he's evil. I think they were trying to say, "Don't worry, he'll bring it. We don't need to put all that makeup on him." But it was a little understated. I was like, "You look like you're ready for a great date, not like you're gonna <laughs> cast a spell that's gonna make the world disappear." <laughs> he's a handsome devil. He's not a handsome done. devil. But I, I mean, I think you nailed it. I think the whole idea was. Let's really make it clear. This is now a different. This is now Mads Mikkelsen's Grindelwald. So I, I think, because I agree with you. At first, when we saw him, it's like, oh, they didn't try to make him up to look the way Johnny Depp looked. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I guess that makes sense. They want us to clearly feel this is his rendition mm -hmm. of Grindelwald. So I thought that was an interesting choice. But again, I don't know if the movie's going to be any good. I don't know. Like Ray, I know you haven't even seen the first two Fantastic Beasts movie. That's why but, I should be the one you'd be asking but all the time about. It's, this. it's funny because we're watching the trailer. Ray's watching this trailer and he's asking some questions that were clearly a, somebody who has not seen the yeah, first two. Ones, yeah. Right? But so, but I am curious, especially you get this gives you a unique point of view. You saw what did you think of the trailer? Having not even seen the first you know, two films, like the trailer always gets me after some cool shot of someone on the broom flying. Like right. flying around, that Quidditch. just that one shot. There was one, that. That's right. That though, one shot, like quitted shot. There wasn't. Gets there. me a little interested. Just that one shot, though. Everything else confuses the hell out of me. <laughs> but <laughs> and it's only because that ride at Universal. I'm sorry, I'm gonna go off. But you know that one day where we went and there was no one there. Yep. We rode that ride 36 times in a row. It <laughs> made my mom wait for us. But yeah, like that shot was cool. Um, yeah, I just have a lot of questions. I mean, I think it's too late to go back and watch the first two. I'm just it's not I, too late, it takes a couple hours, you but watch they're like the three two. hours long each, right? Oh, no, 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 they're not, they're yeah. not, no, 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 they're not that long. I no. will bring someone who can explain to me every question I have in this. No, one. you are not, you are not gonna be one of those guys. We're at HBO Max, is it on HBO Max? No, oh, <laughs> I will bring a sign language person and learn sign language. So, just I, the watch them with your sister okay i will and i'll walk She's you through okay person. yeah okay, okay, like, okay. You're, like your sister's like the number but, one but, fan i know but from the trailer it looks like they're they're he's getting a team together right yeah that's what uh, it looks team. like yeah. and i always like those if they work out well because they're always filled with different personalities and different like you know things that they could uh give to the team like you know yep so like i always like those stories so we'll we'll see we'll see we'll all see. right question is for you guys did you have a chance to see the new Fantastic Beasts uh, trailer that just came out? Our first look at Mads Mikkelsen. What did you think? Were you interested before? Are you interested now? Did it do nothing for you? Did it excite you? Whatever you guys are feeling, jump down into the comment section below and let us know your thoughts. All right, guys. With that down, let's get into our main topics here today. And how did we select our main topics? Well, it's easy. You see, you guys came up with our main topics. Whenever you come across a big topic issue or story that you guys feel we need to cover as a main topic on the show, just go anytime 24-7 over to www.thejohncampiashow.com slash contact. Once you guys get there, you're going to see a form. Fill it out with your topic or question. It's absolutely free. Hit submit, 
And then maybe, just maybe, you might see your submission featured as the main topic here on the John Campia Show. With that down, Kim, what is our first main topic today? All right, you guys, this is coming from Adrian Morris. Hi, John and team. On Saturday, me and my girlfriend went to watch West Side Story. I owed it to her because she came with me to see Eternals. <laughs> I wasn't interested in it, but I loved it. It's been a long time since I saw a movie this well made. Anyway, just wanted to know your thought of it overall and how you see it doing at the box office. All right. Thanks a lot for saying that in, man. And uh, yeah, listen, to me, Steven Spielberg is the undisputed goat. Like there's no, there's no, like to me, there's literally not even a discussion to be had. It's all subjective. Of course it is. But to me, there's not even a discussion to be had. He is so far ahead of everybody ever. If for no other reason, then not only has he made such a huge number of all time classics and some of the greatest films of all time, but he's the one of, when you look at the, the, the pantheon of the great directors, there's only one that stands out that can make absolutely mind blowing movie in every genre, in every genre conceivable. Christopher Nolan is one of my favorite directors today. Every Christopher Nolan movie kind of has that Christopher Nolan flavor. Quentin Tarantino is one of the great directors. But you know when you're watching a Quentin Tarantino movie, they all kind of have they're all in the guy, that kind of sandbox, right? There there so some of when you look at like the all-time greats, there is only one that has shown I can do everything. He's never done a musical. So he decides he's going to do West Side Story. And even though he is my favorite filmmaker of all time, I had no interest in West Side Story. I, I, I'm not the biggest fan. Oh. I mean, look, the 1961 version, it, 10 Academy Award wins, including Best Picture. Oh my gosh. All respect in the world to it. It's not really for me. I'm not into the, the, the dance fighting, you know. Um, <laughs> Take it cool, boy. <laughs> you know, I'm not, it's not really my thing. But it, it's a, yeah, you, you have to see the Tell movie. me that's an actual song. Oh, yeah. It's actual oh, okay. Song. Yeah, I, I thought that was up. just the first thing you would say in a fight. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was just you know what's the battle cry of some me it's keep it Take cool, it cool boy. boy totally don't want to fight you no more bro <laughs> fight's over walk totally. away so so I go in and watch West Side Story oh my god and I'm sorry oh it ends any debate there is ever going to be at this point. Steven Spielberg is just padding his lead. Like, you know, when one football team's beating another like 38 to three and it's the fourth quarter and they're still throwing long bombs for touchdowns. They're just trying to pile it on. That's all Steven Spielberg's doing right now. Spielberg's just piling it on this movie right now. There's still a few I got to see before the end of the year. This movie to me is the best film of the year. Wow. And you know my expectations were not high. More than A Quiet Place 2? More than A Quiet Place 2. Holy crap. More than Shang-Chi. Uh, more than Being the Ricardos, which, by the way, is, I'm not going to talk about Being the Ricardos today, but, oh, my God, Being the Ricardos is so good. But <clears throat> more than Being the Ricardos, more than Dune, more than this is the best film of the year. And you know what's funny? Anne walking out, Anne had never seen the original. So walking out, Anne said exactly what I was thinking. She said, you watch a lot of great movies 
and you think you know what great filmmaking looks like. Mm. And then you watch a Spielberg movie. This movie is a masterclass, not just not in musical filmmaking, in filmmaking period. Every frame, every camera move, every beat of dialogue, everything about this movie is done to absolute perfection. It's unbelievable. And Steven Spielberg has never directed a musical before. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This, I'm watching this and I'm like, this guy has never once directed a musical. And this comes to us from the folks um, over at uh, NPR when they were writing their review and they had the following to say. What's remarkable about this and the other numbers is how brilliantly Spielberg directs them. West Side Story is the first musical he's ever made. But it's no surprise that he's a natural at it. Spielberg stages the numbers like an old school Hollywood class classicist with none of the overly jumping editing that might distract from the dancing. When the jets and the sharks meet up at a school dance, they're clashing tempers uh, and bodies pull you in with an almost physical force. And when Anita and Bernardo sing America, Oh my God, one of my favorite movie scenes now in the last three or four years, the, 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 the scene organized crime in America. Like that is like one of my now favorite scenes of the last three or four years. Anyway, sorry, let's get back to what they were saying. Uh, when Anita and Bernardo sing America, their rousing song about the pleasures and perils of assimilation, the scene builds from a, it's from a domestic squabble to a joyous party in the streets, which Spielberg shoots in a vibrant world of color and movement. This is a masterclass in directing this movie. And let me say a couple of things here quick. Ansel Elgort, very good as Tony. I, I am impressed by this kid singing, like a lot. Like, so very good. You will hear everybody talking about Rachel Ziegler, who's also oh going to be God. in Shazam 2 pretty soon. The young girl who plays Maria, She's tonight, well. tonight, right? She's singing that part. Besides the fact that she is ridiculously beautiful, her, I'm like, I'm listening to her sing and like she starts hitting these notes and Anne and I just look at each other. It's like, this is stupid. Like, this is stupid how good this girl sings. But I'm good. And everybody's talking about how she steals the movie. And fair enough. I'll tell you who steals the movie for me. It's an it's uh, Ariana Bois, And I'm sure I'm mispronouncing her name. That's her in the middle here. She plays Anita the girlfriend of Bernardo and the relationship between Bernardo and her is my favorite relationship I've seen on screen in a long time. I love them. And I'm telling you what, look, Rachel is great. Ansel is great. Rita Moreno back to play oh in this again. God. Mm, I got chills. So good. Corey Stoll as the cop is great. Mike Feist as, uh, as uh, Riff is great. David Alvarez as Bernardo is great. But I am telling you, for me personally, the relationship between Bernardo and Nito kind of steals a show, but performer-wise, Adriana steals this show. Not only is she stunningly and stunning and beautiful and ever and sings like a freaking angel. Oh my God, the dance numbers and everything and the, 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 the attitude she brings to the character. And it's just amazing. And I wanted to take a second. Let's jump into the Campia classroom for a second, shall we? Let's do this. All right. So I want, when I say Spielberg is the goat of all goats, there's no, like to me, again, it's all subjective, but to me, there's not even discussion. I want us to remember a couple things about Steven Spielberg. Let's look at his resume a little bit, shall we? This guy, this is the guy who directed Jaws. Okay. 
Considered one of the all-time great Hollywood films. He directed Jaws. By the way, Best Picture nominee. A movie he directs gets Best Picture nomination. That's a theme you're going to see a lot here. He did the Indiana Jones films. Who? I mean, the most celebrated adventure series of all time. By the way, for that, he got Best Picture nominations and Best Director nominations for that. He did E.T., one of the most celebrated sci-fi family films ever made in history. Also, Best Director and Best Picture nominations for that. Maybe some people, some of our younger viewers may have not watched it. Dude did The Color Purple. Are you, do you see the diversity already? We're four films into this list. Look at the diversity of, the, of genre, the diversity of style, the diversity of tone in this thing. Oh, by the way, I Color Purple. Purple. That's my favorite movie. Purple. The Color Purple <laughs> also, by the way, a Best Picture nomination. Empire of the Sun. I've got a couple of buddies who think this is like a top three movie ever made to them. Did not get a Best Picture nomination, but it did get six other Oscar nominations. Wasn't that Christian Bale's like debut? Yes. Yeah. So was, funny. Now, I don't know if so it was his debut, but it's when he's really, really young. So small. The guy did Jurassic Park. One of the most celebrated fan favorite films of all time. Are you saying more diversity there? Again, three Oscar nominations. Oh, and then when you talk about What's one of the most powerful films ever made? Schindler's List. Schindler's List. I know where this is leading up to, John. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Keep going. One best picture, one best director, and then we get to what is actually my favorite Steven Spielberg film. I, I don't know if either of you guys know what my favorite Spielberg film is. You know I know what, what it should be. <laughs> you're, I know what you're going to say. But go ahead. Keep going, you're John. You're going to say the term. <laughs> What do, you, what do you think my favorite Spielberg film is, Kim? Just a wild guess. No one ever guesses it. No one can guess it. But really? And it's not on yeah. the list already? Not yet. No, not on my did he do Close yet. Encounters of the Third Kind? He did do yeah. Close Encounters. That is one of my favorite one. movies. Yeah, a lot of people. But any guess? No, I don't know. Not, you're not Ready Player place. One. Yeah. No, no, no. Not Ready Player One. It is actually Amistad. The film that introduced us to Jaimon Hansu, who's like one of my favorite guys to see pop in the films, an incredible in uh, uh, cast, including Uncle Ben, Matthew McConaughey. Yes, um, yes, yes. Hello. Four, four <laughs> Academy <Uncle Ben>. Award. <laughs> four Academy Award nominations. Oh, and by the way, Anthony since I was going to save it till a bit later, but another one of the most celebrated iconic sci-fi films of all time, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which again got him a Best Director nominee. Oh, yawn. It's ho-hum, just another day. Mm -hmm. Then a lot of people's, all, when you ask people what their favorite all-time war movie is, a lot of people are going to say Saving Private Ryan. That, and, which, by the way, won him Best Director. That movie is yeah. phenomenal. Tom Hanks, baby. It's incredible. And yes, it's another Tom Hanks one that he did with Tom Hanks. Won him Best Director at the Academy Awards. Another Best Picture nominee. Do you see a theme? Like, Steven Spielberg directs a film. It's going to be an Oscar nominee for Best Picture. That's just because Steven Spielberg is directing it. Um, okay, so then there's a couple others that may not have been Oscar darlings, but people love. Minority Report. Oh, he people, did that movie. That one with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. People love that. Another one, another Tom Hanks one. Catch Kathy, Me If oh, You I Can. That, that movie's awesome. Is that, that with DiCaprio? That is with DiCaprio. Yes, and Catch Tom Me If Hanks. You Can. But just look at that. He's going into the past. He goes way into the past with Amistad and then Minority Report. Sci-fi, futuristic, monster films. No matter what it is. Adventure films, you name it. Oh, and by the way, then we get like a whole handful of more Best Picture nominees. Munich. 
Oh. Munich is not a movie that everybody talks about a lot. Eric Bana. That movie is awesome. Munich is awesome. And then another one that people criticized that didn't even see the film. And it is another one of just the, the great Spielberg films. Another best picture nominee was Warhorse. I love that movie. That movie is so good. And again, another best picture nominee. Oh, and then by the way, you know, when you're Steven Spielberg, ho hum, another nope. best picture and best director Don't nomination. Be oh, and you direct the guy to a best actor mm-hmm. win, Lincoln. You're just working with the best, the goat of acting, Daniel Day Lewis. And so you got another best, another best director nominee, another best picture nominee. You're making me want for like New Year's to just do a Spielberg movie marathon. Oh, we're not even done yet. We're not even done. Yep. There's so many. Then you, another Tom Hanks movie that a lot of people just didn't give a chance because it's like, oh yeah, another Spielberg best picture nominee, no problem. The Post with Tom Hanks, Meryl Streep. Oh, Meryl Streep. That God. movie is amazing. That movie is amazing, and I called it the Bet Picture Award. No, Best Picture nominee. Then we've got another Best Picture nominee, which won uh, one, uh, one or two Oscars as well on top of that. Another Best Picture nominee, Bridge of Spies. Then, it's not my favorite one, but I don't care what anybody else says. I love Ready Player One. See, I thought that was going to be your favorite. No, not my favorite. Not even in my top five, to be honest. But I, I do love this movie a lot. And now we have West Side Story pulling off one of the most difficult feats in all of movies. Making a remake that's better than the original. When the original had 10 Academy Awards and a Best Picture Award at the Academy Awards. And he made a remake that is better than the original. His first ever musical. What the hell, man? <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm sorry. There's no debate here. There's no debate. He has made every kind of movie there is and made them amongst the best of all time in that category. And that's just what he does. That's a Tuesday for Steven Spielberg. And there's still, yeah, there's still so many you haven't mentioned. And there's more to go. Oh, and I, that's I not a joke. A there's Goonies. There's a uh, Hook, right? I love Hook, but I left it off the list because I know not everybody loves Hook. Mm. I personally How love Hook. How could you not love Hook? How could Bangarang? Bangarang! How can you not? You, there's a piece of your heart missing if you don't love Hook. But I mean, that's all subjective, of course. But I mean, there's there's that. And then, of course, Ray. Terminal. There's Terminal, the Terminal. Terminal. Oh, what about World uh, War World? World? War of the Worlds. He did with Tom Hanks. And I or, thought or, AI uh, was good Tom too. Cruise, I mean. What's that? The AI? Did he do AI? He did AI. Mm-hmm. I actually thought that. That he picked up for cute from Stanley Kubrick mm-hmm. to, to finish off. What can this guy not do? I mean, and so, look, I know this is supposed to be a West Side Story topic. Yeah. <laughs> and we're talking more about Steven Spielberg. But I'm telling you, this movie is magnificent. Now, I have not yet seen uh, Licorice Pizza. And I have not yet seen... What's the other one that could? I haven't seen Nightmare Alley. Nightmare Alley. Alley. Mm-hmm. But as of right, those are the two that could surpass it. But for me, right now, West Side Story is the best film of the year. Uh, I, I I just love. Now, here's something interesting about it. It did not do well at the box office. No, I was so disappointed. Yeah, but not surprised. No musical. It is up. a it's a it's a musical remake yeah. set in 1961 with. Dancing Dance street gangs. I mean, I I remember saying up to a year ago, this movie ain't going to be great. But I will say this: I want you to keep this in mind. I'm going to add this here to the to the classroom here. Okay, so uh, West Side's uh, Side Story 
makes a roughly 10 million opening weekend. Oh, wow. Right? That's not a great result. No. That is not good. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised in the least when you look at the type of movie it is. However, I do want to point something out about another musical. Um, Greatest Showman. Tell me, do you want Oh, John, go? someone brought up a thing. What did you think about the subtitle thing while you're watching let me get it? To that that, in a, okay. Let me get to that in a second. Okay. That's a good thing to bring up. So it made over, I can't remember the exact number, but it made over $430 million at the box office. Opening weekend? Do you know what Greatest Showman made opening weekend? Any guess? I'm going to guess seven million. You're going to guess seven million, right? Below ten. You're going to say below ten. Or maybe 10? May, we'll go like ten through twenty then. Okay. That's what you I mean. were right the first time. Okay, yeah. So Greatest Showman, like, which yeah. went on to make four hundred and thirty million dollars, opened in wide release to eight million dollars. Wow. Now, that's not normal. That's not a usual thing. That's an exception. But that was one of those movies that everybody looked like a song and dance top hat, like whatever, who wants to see this? And it opens low, really low, but word of mouth spread and word of mouth spread fast. And then all of a sudden this movie that opened to $8 million ended up crossing the $400 million mark. Now, am I saying under the current circumstances and context that we can look forward to West Side Story making $400 $400 million. No, West Side Story is not going to make $400 million. Am I saying that this movie is going to make $300 million? No. For all I know, you know, word of mouth won't be enough to catch up with what's going on in our world today in the context of everything. I'm just saying, let's not write off West Side Story after that week opening quite yet, because I think the word of mouth on this is going to be stupid strong. I don't think everybody's going to think it's the best movie of the year like I do, but the responses are going to be positive and they're going to be really good. And let's see what happens. Let's see if it has any kind of legs going into the Christmas season. So anyway, guys, uh, that's kind of my take on West Side Story. Question is for you. Did you guys have a chance to see West Side Story? What do you think about my assertion, my bold, strong assertion that there is no debate anymore? Steven Spielberg is the GOAT. There's just He's the greatest of all time when it comes to doing this stuff. I know whatever you guys are feeling about it, jump down into the comment section below and let us know your Thoughts. All right, guys. With that down, let's move into main topic number two, shall we? Kim, what is our second main topic today? Okay, the German Bieber says... The German Bieber. (laughs) Hey, John, did you see that HBO just said Sex and the City has had the most successful launch in its history? Like more than Mortal Kombat and Justice League and Dune and anything. To be honest... I didn't even pay attention to it, and I don't think most people did either. What do you make of this? I remember when they first announced that they were going to be reviving Sex in the City. And let's be honest, guys. Let's, let's be honest. Sex in the City is not meant for a lot of the people who watch this show. Not, I mean, certainly there will be exceptions, of course. But it's not generally some. And I remember when they announced that Sex in the City. A lot of people said, why? As people writing into my show. Why would they do that? They can't make another Man of Steel, but they can make Sex in the City oh too. Gosh. I mean, I get it. I get it. I do. But I remember I said, you. this may not be for you, and it may not be for me. 
but do not underestimate the rabid fan base that Sex and the City has. I remember that I went to opening night of Sex and the City. I had a date. The Sex and the City movie was coming out. And, you know, at this time I was already doing the movie blog. So the movie theater owners knew me. So they would always let me in for free. But I remember that Sex and the City was opening and I was going to take my date. And my date, she was coming from out of town and we were watching the movie. So she came to my place first. She showed up decked out. Best shoes. Best handbag. Best hairstyle. Best dress. (laughs) The whole bit. And I'm like. I'm, I'm sitting here, something very much like this. I'm sitting here wearing <laughs> my hoodie, and blue jeans, like, oh, okay. She goes, let's go. And she was so excited. And we went to the movie theater. It was a Cineplex Odeon movie theater that was on Upper James in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. That theater is now closed. But we went there. And I remember there were lines of all women. And they were all jacked out. It was like us virgin star wars nerds going to a star wars premiere and we're all decked out in our jedi robes and our stormtrooper helmets that's what it was like only classier they all had their best shoes their best handbags their best everything and it was packed and sitting in the theater minutes before showtime the place is packed there was a buzz of excitement in the air finally somebody yelled out Amongst the crowd. Is there anybody else here with a penis? <laughs> and me and one other guy put our hands up. And it's like, we just looked and said, I got you. I got you. There was like three of us in there. But I said, do not underestimate the power of Sex in the City. And it is the most successful launch in its history. And there's a very important note to be made here about what does it mean to be successful? Listen to me. Streamers don't care how many people watch something on their streaming thing. They don't care. 50 million people watching episode three of Stranger Things doesn't do anything for Netflix. Doesn't do a thing for for ABC, it would. Because every additional person that watches something means more revenue for ABC. It's not how it works with streaming. The number one thing that streamers look for is, does this get new people subscribed? And nothing, not Dune, not James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Wow. Not the Justice League redo. Not, I'm trying to come up with something else. Not, um, who knows? (laughs) Nothing else on HBO has ever done that. Listen to this. This comes to us from the folks over at Deadline who write the following. The Sex and the City revival starring Sarah Jessica Parker, Cynthia Nixon, and Kristen Davis had a strong 24-hour performance that ranks as the most viewed series premiere of a new HBO or HBO Max series on the streaming service. And just like that, that's the name of the Sex and the City movie, which also saw the most, here's the key part, just like that also saw the most first views of any new HBO Max title, meaning that the first thing new subscribers watched after signing up has boosted viewership for the original series too. HBO Max said the viewership for the original Sex and the City went up 59% from the previous week, ranking 11th overall on the platform. Here's the key figure again, the most first views. What that means is nothing else HBO or HBO Max has ever put up 
has had more people subscribe specifically for that. And then as soon as they subscribed, they immediately went and watched the new Sex in the City. Guys, listen, again, this is not for you. This <laughs> is not for, I can tell you this is not for me. <clears throat> but get your head out of the sand and understand that this property has a huge fan base. Huge fan base. So I ask you, Kim, were you a Sarah? I don't know the names of any of the characters, but I just know that, that women always said, I'm a, at least here for like five years, you'd introduce a girl. Well, yeah, my name's, you know, uh, Linda or something. And I'm a Samantha. And I have no idea what that meant. Did you have one? That you oh, were? I'm a little Carrie. I'm a little Charlotte. Okay. Definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm between the two. And I got to tell you, I, I'm pretty tall, so I don't necessarily wear heels and I, I have a pretty bad back. The only time you will catch catch me in stilettos <laughs> is at the premiere of a sex in the city movie. I will wear them. <laughs> and I'm like six, five when I wear them, it's ridiculous. Sex in the city. It has such a strong following because it really was the first series that went on for, for six seasons that really told the different facets of female sexuality. Right. And the characters, I mean, everyone loves their characters. And of course, every character in every show has a specific personality. However, Charlotte, Samantha, Carrie, Miranda, they break up into the different categories that, that us as women will find our sisters, our girlfriends, our parents. Literally, everyone's got a character. Everyone that I know is like, no, 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 no. I'm strictly a Samantha. I'm such a Carrie. But we grew with them. We grew with them for six seasons and we were able to go inside of what women are thinking. Beyond like, he's so cute. No, breaking down what's happening with our bodies, breaking down what's happening with our chemicals and our mind and love and all that. But the movies took the story further because we wanted to see Carrie get married. We really wanted to see that. But so many of the fans are where Sarah Jessica Parker is now. Menopause, <laughs> health issues, being widowed, you know, what have you. So this was growing with them. And I... I I know so many girls that were like, I don't freaking have HBO Max. I don't care. Like my boyfriend's watching Justice League. Like I don't even care. He just drags me into it. Oh, you'll subscribe because yeah. you want to see where your friends are now and what they're dealing with and how they're dealing with it. I have so much to say. I've developed a support group for what <laughs> happened in the first episode. So come at me at IG if you want to cry with me. Um, but, but here's a question. This is the big question I got to ask you though. Is Ray a Miranda a Carrie, a Samantha, or I, I lost a, the other one. Which what's Ray? I have a feeling that he is secretly a Samantha. Ray is a Samantha. I don't what know what that, that mean? mean. I, I have no idea, Ray. Well, all right. Ray Mantha. You is ain't here. a Charlotte, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so there you go. Ray Mantha, baby. And anyway, guys, question is for you. This is this is huge numbers. Cause if this if these numbers are being accomplished by say I, I mean, I don't know. Let's say uh, 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 Peacemaker just came out and had these numbers. It would be like the number one story. Never ever. deny like, the power of a Cosmo or a stiletto. There okay? you go. Guys, question is for you. What do you think about this? Maybe you are a guy who appreciates a great story like Sex in the City. Maybe you're we're with a partner who adores it. Maybe you don't care. Maybe you find this amazing. Whatever you guys are feeling, jump down to the comment section below and let us know your thoughts. All right, guys. With that down, let's move on to main topic number three. Kim, 
What is our third main topic today? Okay, this comes from Michael D'Souza. As I was scrolling through Twitter this morning, I came across some cool information from the directors of the Hawkeye series regarding episode five. As specifically, the said Hawkeye directors promised the Uncle T's won't leave fans hanging for too long. In addition, the Hawkeye directors Bert and Bertie respond to all of the episode five rumors by saying, of course it's going to blow up Twitter. This does get me pretty excited for the next episode. What do you think this could mean? The big reveal of Kingpin or something more? All right. Thanks a lot for saying that in, Michael. And yeah, look, not going to lie. First two episodes of Hawkeye come and I didn't even like them. I didn't hate them, but I, I didn't like it. I, I thought this is not going well. Now that episode three came and I'm like, all right, okay, you're I'm, I'm getting on board here. And then episode four came, which wasn't quite as good as episode three, but I still liked it. And I'm like, all right, I can see where this is yeah. going now. I'm, I'm starting to feel it. And I am, I'm starting to feel it. There is, it is ridiculous to think about because it really does feel like just yesterday, the first episode of Hawkeye dropped. There's only two episodes left. Two freaking episodes left. Two episodes. This thing just started. It just started yesterday. And there's only two episodes left. And there is still a lot of ground to cover. My one, one criticism I have about Hawkeye 2 is that we're, we're going into the final two episodes. I still don't really have a clear idea about what is the story of Hawkeye. Like I'm still, there's a lot of good things happening in it, but whatever, we'll get there. There are still a lot of things that have to happen. The uncle is this show's version of who is, uh, what, what was the name of Sharon Carter's character in Falcon the Winter Shoulder? Not the, the power arms broker. dealer, the power broker. The power that, broker. Who's the uncle is this show's power broker? Yeah. Who is it? Who's it going to be? Now, obviously, a lot of people have theories that it's going to be Wilson Fisk, played by none other than Vincent D'Onofrio. Some people think that's a little bit of a misdirect. It's going to actually end up being Kate Bishop's dad, who we never saw die. We never saw him die. And I I, I don't, like, even if Vincent D'Onofrio comes back as Kingpin, I still think that's something that's going to, I think still think that's a, a box that still needs to be checked off, is what really happened to her dad. Is he still around? Did his, his, uh, is uh, Kate Bishop's mom actually a former Black Widow? And did she kill her own husband, as Black Widows tend to do? I mean, there's a lot of questions there. Now, where things really started to hit the hype was when last week, uh, a very inside guy at TV line, who we've quoted on this show many times, said, everything I understand, said episode five, is going to blow up Twitter. And then we had the directors come out and make a very similar comment about episode five. It's going to like blow up the internet. I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. Which tells me the uncle is revealed tomorrow night. I think so. Uh, now, I'm trying to think now. What could constitute a reveal that happens in Hawkeye episode five to justify the statement it's going to blow up Twitter. It's going to blow up the internet. What, what if they just lead with it? What do you mean? Like lead with him walking in and then that's it. Like, so they have the whole show based on whoever this character is. Like, like, cause reveal would be like, you know, sometimes I, I see them doing it as in, they're just going to reveal him off the bat. Right. Like, right right in the intro. Right. Yeah, yeah, you see the hand five. or whatever it is, the cane. 
And then they go into episode five. And, and then have a inter- camera turn around yeah, and or show whatever, who it or is. whatever they try to but do. But here's with the it. question. What could it be? That what what could happen? What could that reveal be that would make a guy at TV line and the directors of the show say, This is gonna blow up the internet, this is right. gonna blow up Twitter. So uh, now look, let's go off the top. The first obvious one is Kingpin. Yeah. Right? Totally. That's, yeah. that's that's the first obvious one, right? That this is going to be Vincent D'Onofrio playing a kingpin. Probably not the same kingpin from the Daredevil series on Netflix, but kingpin nonetheless. Um, that, are we all in agreement that that would blow up Twitter tonight or tomorrow night? Yeah, but we're also expecting it. Yeah, but it would still kind blow up of, Twitter, you know, right? oh, oh, of course it would, but but it would blow it up. However, we're expecting it. Like, that would it, okay. Let me rephrase that. It will get people talking, but it won't blow up Twitter. I don't believe that would get really? people talking. You don't think it would like totally no, I think something it else? Would. I think it's what? something else. Right? What do you think? It's because Kingpin comes from what they wanted to keep separate that universe, and for him to step into their main universe would just be crazy to me. Yeah, but and, now again, and, I think it's going to be a different Kingpin than oh, the one okay. he played. Like he's still going to play Kingpin, right? But I don't think it's going to be the exact same Wilson Fisk that oh. was in Daredevil. But still, I think it'll be a different actor. I don't think it'll be Vincent D'Onofrio. <gasps> so you think it's going to be Kingpin? Yeah, but it ain't going to be Vincent D'Onofrio. Yes, Vincent D'Onofrio will get you talking. Changing the character, changing the actor will break Twitter. Really? Yes. Right. Yeah. See, I would, think and it will be Matthew McConaughey. No, just kidding. And it'll be Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> just kidding. See, I would think if it was D'Onofrio would be the thing that would really blow it up because that's the one everybody loves as Kingpin. So. And that promo would make sense that they showed with the big surprises thing. Yeah, the big because yeah. you know Kingpin. You know, yeah. Come on, there's no one bigger. But okay, so so that's down. That's down. That we all acknowledge, Kingpin is a huge, probably front runner of that's what's going to blow up the internet. Okay, but let's talk for a second about what if it's not? Mm-hmm. All right, what, what if it's not? It Who could it be? What if we find out that Yelena is a scroll? Now, that would make sense as well because we're heading into Secret Invasion. Se- Secret Invasion. Now, that would kind of be crossing the streams a little bit. I don't personally think that's it. But if I'm trying to calculate in my head what could blow up Twitter... Finding out that Yelena's actually and has always been a scroll, something along those lines. That mm. that could do it. Another possibility. There's that one. Another possibility to me is the dad reemerging, but the dad's an unknown I could character. The, I could see that too. I agree with you on there. I but do you see think that, that would blow up the internet? Considering her dad's no, been an unknown character. No. At this what about point? Black Widow as a scroll? She makes an appearance and then she reveals she's a scroll. Oh, okay. Wait a second. Yeah. Now here here's why. What you just said makes a lot of sense. What has been a major issue in this show so far? Mm-hmm. Clint dealing with the death of Natasha. What has been the number one emotional moment in this entire series? When Clint is sitting with Kate Bishop and he tells her the story of first meeting Natasha. Yeah. What if Natasha showed up? I, I ain't saying she is. I'm just saying... Do we not all agree? Guys in the Correct live chat. Correct me if I'm wrong. Now, There's been one reference to Natasha every episode, right? Yes. At least one. At least one. So guys in the live chat, no, no, correct me if I'm wrong. If Scarlett Johansson showed up as Black Widow, yeah. Yeah. would that not blow up Twitter? Oh, yeah, definitely. 
Especially with everything that's happened. Now, I'm not asking you guys in the live chat, do you think it's actually going to be Scarlett Johansson showing up? I'm asking you in the live chat, if she did. You know what? Let's make a poll. A lot Uh of you guys are firing in answers, but let's make a poll. Okay, so the question is, if ScarJo shows up as a Black Widow, would it be enough to blow up the internet? I'm just going to put yes or no. So there's a question. I just, for those of you watching live, I just put up a poll. I want to hear what you guys have to say. Like, I, I again, I'm not saying I think that's what's going to happen. I'm just saying I think, I think that would be something that would constitute a blowing up the internet sort of thing. And right now, uh, already 500 of you have voted. 80% of you are saying yes. 20% of you are saying no. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'm surprised 20% of you are saying no. I think that would totally smash Twitter. I think the king, kingpin thing for me. Oh, that's what, the number I would one be thing more for excited sure. for that. Like, I mean, it would be cool to see Black Widow. Sure, sure, sure. No, no, no doubt. I think that's the number one thing. That kingpin showing up is probably. But I'm just trying to say, if it's not that, what else could possibly blow up the internet? Mm. Um, well, you have to think it has to be focused. Whatever it is has yeah. to be focused. Because here's the thing. If you bring in Natasha... There's so many feelings and emotions and things that we have to deal with. And we have two episodes left. That just takes Kate Bishop out of the out of the storyline. It's like, girl, bye. We need but to talk about this. But it is thematically consistent with what the show has been so far. Every There's been a Black Widow reference in every single episode, all that kind of stuff. So let me throw out another thing. What is Who has been also referenced? I, I think almost in every episode so far. And you guys probably won't think what I'm thinking of. But there has been an indirect reference to another character in almost every episode. It's not Loki, is it? No. Pizza dog. <laughs> the, <laughs> pizza dog. Pizza no, dog no, is no, Kingpin. No. no. Um, Rogers the musical. Every in every episode. I could do this all day. Oh, Steve Rogers, old man Cap. In old every Cap. single episode, even if nothing is said, there'll be a street scene. Where on the corner is a giant billboard every oh, single episode of Rogers the Miracle music. Now, I will yeah. say this. It is nowhere near as narratively connected as, say, if a Black Widow showed up. But if a Steve Rogers showed up say, hi, Clint. But I maybe mean, that's what Clint needs to put an end to this hurt that he's maybe. feeling. Maybe oh, um, Captain America says, you know, she's gone. She, You know, you can't. You I love you too, Clint. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, that would make sense to me if that were what would... Help him feel better. Yeah, or create start the healing process because obviously he's still going through it right now. Yeah, no, he's yeah. still going through the motions to the point where it affects his everyday life. You know what? It could be they're they're always talking what happened in Budapest. What if we get a really a good flashback, a flashback scene of what actually happened in Budapest? Yeah, and you actually get Scar Jo to cool appear. Yeah, that would be. I think that would do it. I think that, that would was get supposed excited. to be some epic story that was always referenced. But that's a throwback to. And we, one. yeah, <laughs> but we never ever got to see what that was. And he was already talking about kind of the origin story of how they met. So, so uh, you know what? Also, with all of the memories and seeing the little girl that reminded him. I mean, we did al- already get a flashback. We did see Natasha. You know. Um, and that was a little bit, but we already saw that. I think a new flashback is something that would totally yep, break that Twitter. That could do it. So we've come up with a couple of things, things that could absolutely blow up the internet. Obviously, I think number one for most people is that's going to be Kingpin. Uh, I think a possibility of it is um, is Natasha. 
I think another possibility of it has something to do with Yelena, Florence Pugh, maybe being a scroll or something along those lines. I mean, nothing else involving Yelena, I think, would blow up the internet, but finding out she was a scroll, I think that could do it. Old man Steve Rogers shows up because who else, like other than Clint, who was Scarlet most, or who was, you know, Natasha most close to? Mm -hmm. Steve. Yep. Yeah. And for point. the two of them to finally sit down together and like start the healing, as Ray would say. You're right. Do we Ray know what series follows this one? What's the next Disney series after Hawkeye? I, I think it's Ms. Marvel, like oh, okay. I'm ways just, just off. I think Ms. Marvel is the next one. We have one, a huge gap, I feel like. Yeah. So anyway, guys, question is for you. What do you think is going to be the big thing that is going to blow up the internet? I think the money is on Kingpin, but there are other options. If there are other options, what do you think those options are? One of the things we mentioned, maybe it's something else entirely. Whatever it is, jump down to the comment section below and let us know your thoughts. All right, guys. With that down, let's move on to main topic number four, shall we? Kim. What is our fourth main topic today? Okay, this is coming from Robert McPherson. It's game day, 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 day. <laughs> Well, John, it's here. Spider-Man No Way Home has its premiere and first full press screenings tonight. So I'm guessing that means we'll get our first reactions to the movie. You mentioned that first reactions usually sway more positive because in a short tweet, people highlight their positive yes. until their full review. But Kingsman recently had bad first reactions. How worried should we be if the first reactions come out and they're not great? All right. Thanks a lot for sending that in. And not for the rest of us, but for the world. It's game day. <laughs> it is premiere night tonight. The premiere of Spider-Man No Way Home and all the press screenings are happening tonight, too. Now, I did not get invited to the premiere. I have never been invited to a Spider-Man premiere or any Sony premiere. You know what? That might not be true. I might have gone to, like, one animated Sony thing. I did get invited to a press screening. However, I'm going to wait on that till we watch it on our own private theater screening on Thursday. Yeah, we've that, got our own going we on. we got our own private theater. we got booked for us. We're all good to go. So here's the thing. So tonight, and by the way, I am still saying there's going to be a third trailer. I have given up this man. I have given up on the third trailer. Thank you. I uh, didn't come the third trailer. I was really sure there'd be a third trailer did not come. I mean, I, I still, I guess theoretically we still got three days that another trailer could drop <laughs> Oh God. theoretically, but no, I'm not counting on it. I'm not counting on it. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, not at this point, but tonight, it's premiere tonight, guys. It's it's it. It's showtime. And they ain't showing 40 minutes of it at the premiere, and they ain't showing 40 minutes so of it nervous. to the critics. They're they're showing the full movie tonight in Los Angeles tonight over in Century City at the AMC Century City. That's where the press screening in this town is, at any rate. At least that's what's said on the invite. And later tonight. Thousand people are going to come out of the world premiere and they're going to jump on Twitter <laughs> and spoil everything. Well, or at least they're going to tell, start giving their reactions. Yeah. yeah. Then hundreds of film critics and journalists are going to be coming out of their screenings of Spider-Man No Way Home tonight, roughly at the same time. And they were going to be jumping on Twitter 
And and I don't know if they might even lift the full review embargo tonight. The full review embargo, because we are only three days until the yeah. movie opens. So it may not just be the first reactions. It might actually be the full embargo maybe lift tonight. So we're going to get reactions on Twitter immediately. Shortly thereafter, we're probably going to be getting our reviews and all that kind of stuff. Now, let me address just quickly uh, what it is that uh, Robert was asking. How worried should we be if the first reviews and reactions coming out are negative? Hella worried. Yeah. Like really worried. And I'll tell you why. Because as you mentioned, I've said this a number of times. First reactions, like not reviews, but first initial reactions generally tend to lean positive because when all you got is a quick tweet you can point out, you're going to want to highlight the stuff you liked about it. And then you'll save the stuff you didn't like about it for your full review. That's normally how that goes. Then you get something like Kingsman, where the the initial reactions were not all that great. So that's concerning. So if something like Spider-Man, a very hyped, excited to bull movie, and that people are excited to see, the critics are excited to see it, the people going to the premiere tonight are excited to see it, and if their first reactions coming out sway negative, that's very worrying. That is very worrying because normally you'd lean positive in that regard until your full review gives up and you can flesh out and explain your whole your whole impression of the movie. If they lean negative, that is very, very dangerous. It's very, it's very concerning. I don't suspect that's going to happen. I suspect that even if it's an okay movie, the initial reactions will lean positive and you're going to hear positive reactions and we'll know more about from the full reviews. But if they come out negative, that's very worrying. But okay, let's put that aside for a second. It is weird to think about that over, for the last couple of years, we've been talking about the new Spider-Man movie. And ever since the, the name of the movie was revealed, No Way Home, and ever since that first trailer, it's actually getting played tonight. It's, it's today. It is today. Now, the rest of us will watch it in three days, but it is today. Now, by the way, if you guys want to watch the red carpet tonight, you can. Now, normally Disney or Warner Brothers, they'll stream it on YouTube and whatever. For whatever reason, Sony has decided to team with TikTok and they will they will stream it on TikTok. So if you want to watch the Spider-Man No Way Home red carpet tonight, Mm -hmm. you can watch it on TikTok. Now, I suspect there's going to be people who pick it, pick up the feed on TikTok and probably stream it on YouTube as well. You'll probably be able to watch it elsewhere as well. But if you want to know exactly where you can find it and you want to watch that red carpet, uh, red carpet. You can watch it on TikTok. Just don't cry if Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield walk down that red carpet and go, but I didn't want to know they were in it. Well, what are you watching the red carpet for? Yep. <laughs> so just, just be very, very careful it about that. It will answer a lot of questions to some folks. It will answer a lot of questions before. Because listen, I remember, like, it, it's, it's happened for other films. But most recently, I was at the Shang-Chi world premiere. And I had no idea. I mean, some people suspected and guessed that the original Mandarin, Sir Ben Kingsley, might end up being in the movie, but nobody knew. And I'm at the red carpet premiere, and oh, look who's walking right in front of me. It's Ben Kingsley. Well, I guess we know. I guess we know Ben Kingsley's going to be in this. <laughs> but that has happened with X-Men movies. That has happened with that has happened with others. So I mean, there's the Toby Nanju, but also that person that you said that will never guess. I want that to be revealed in the theater. I don't want to see that person walking down the red carpet. What's up? You want a selfie? Like, I don't even know who it is or if they would do that. But 
I don't want that spoiled because that that I'm still hanging on what you said. I'm still wondering who is this person that you're saying we'll never guess. Well, yeah, but don't misinterpret me saying that as saying it's a big, huge celebrity. Like it, it, it may very well not be a big, huge what is celebrity, it, a Muppet? which would be one of the reasons you'd never guess. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, but. That being said, I don't want to know. Tonight we get our first reactions. We get our first taste. And no. here's the reality. I think we're about to see one of the largest internet checkouts in history. <laughs> I think there are going to be more people starting tonight. Tonight. <laughs> that log off their social media and Hell will yeah. not go back yeah, on. Everyone's going to be copying me. Everybody's That's gonna... the way I live my life regularly. <laughs> Just, I... Come on. There's room on this train. <laughs> Get on the red train. <laughs> room on this train. Get Come on, on the in the train. water. You don't even boy. need a ticket. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I, I just, it, it's crazy to think about that, that we are actually going to hear actually from people who have actually seen the movie today. And that's when it's coming. But we do, because Ray, you were pointing this out earlier, and it's so right, that you all are going to have to balance your incredible, our incredible curiosity about what's being said about the movie with how much danger do we want to put ourselves in from hearing the full plot. Yeah. No. Oh. And 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 that is a risk that everybody is going to have to weigh for themselves. Like, you're going to have to ask yourself, do I have a stronger desire to find out if people like this movie? Or do I have a stronger fear of finding out things I don't want to find out yet? And that, again, that is something that every individual is going to have to make for themselves. I know... I am not going to be able to stay off social media. I'm going to, you know, reaction watch. I am definitely going to be watching to see what those first feelings are coming out of the film. I'm turning off my notifications uh, as, <laughs> as you speak. I, I, I just, I'm one of those people, I just love surprises. Like my pet peeve is when it's a surprise party and like Kristen Wiig, you know how on Saturday Night Live she does that on it. That's always like, <laughs> it's a surprise. I don't want to, I don't want to tell you what it's a surprise. He's standing right inside. Like, I so love the surprise factor. I don't want to know anything. Peace out. See you later. I'm not going to watch the red carpet. I'm not going to watch anything. Anything. Nothing. Yeah. I'm going to go Ray. I'm going to yeah, go yeah, Ray. Yeah, yeah, go Ray. But for me, <laughs> negative reviews or whatever, I'd st still be excited to watch the movie and make my right. own decision. That's basically if, you know, how I'm going to go about it. If, like, some people don't like it or if it's all... If everyone bombs the movie, then I'll still. Well, go I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. If everybody bombs the movie, like everybody, even the people I know who love Spider Man, if they all come out and saying it's horrible, I might cancel our private screening. No, because no. you know what? No. No. I end you know up liking those movies. I end up liking those movies yes, for do. some reason. No. Ninja Turtles, baby. The, the reboot. <laughs> Who's with me? One and a half hours already. Nine out of ten. <laughs> I. I I, I may not show up. 
You I, won't? May, I may not show up. I, I it might be too emotionally heartbreaking for me. Like if people I know who love everything Spider-Man come out and say this is the biggest bag of shit ever, and everybody <laughs> says it's awful, I, I may not be able to bring myself to watch oh, it. Oh, that's just but, like when you pull a band-aid off your finger and you're like, I know this smells, but you still smell. You're still ew. gonna be curious how bad it was. You'll still be curious how bad it was. Done that. I thought you were going to talk about pulling a bandage off. Like, no, you, pull it off. you have to smell the skin that's been under there for a little while. Oh, no. Am I TMIing it right now? Oh, my <laughs> Too God. bad. Get on oh the ray train. Be open about everything and don't read the internet. You it's nasty. all good. <laughs> what? That's nasty. That's it's foul. Like, okay, I'll bring another example. I open up a rubbing alcohol bottle and I'm like, I know this smells bad. You take that one little sniff. You're like, oh, you yeah, said, it smells bad. You said dirty mandate. You did not say alcohol. Oh, no, no. Alcohol. That's another example of the things curiosity does. To you. <laughs> I don't you know? Wanna, I don't want to know where or your like, mind is going. Right <laughs> now. I don't know. So, All right. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. So anyways. Anyways. It, it's going to be a reaction. So I look, I'm ex I'm expecting. I'm expecting big positive things. I mean, because yeah. we all I think most the vast, vast majority of people are expecting this movie is going to be great. I think that's where everybody's expectations are. Look, we all know this movie could suck. We all know that. Yeah. But I think the vast majority of people are expecting it to be really great. And we're just going to have to see what happens. So, yeah, you know what? I'm super nervous right now, John. See, here's the one thing. The one thing that is preventing me from maybe doing Reaction Watch 2021 <laughs> is because... I, I don't know when they're going to start leaking out. Like, yeah, they'll get out of the movie theater probably around 10 o'clock tonight, mm -hmm. but I don't know if they're then going to like go grab something to eat, then drive an hour home, then, you know, relax <laughs> for a few minutes, then hop on Twitter. There's like, I, so I don't know. We could be doing Twitter watch tonight and then <laughs> it's going to be 45 minutes of just sitting around going, well, I mean, at some point, somebody's going to say something about Spider-Man, right? So I don't know. I'll probably do Twitter. Let me. Okay. You know what? Screw this. I'll make it a poll. Okay. It's always a poll. Would you uh, watch reaction watch tonight if we did it? And, and just be just be honest. If you wouldn't watch it, just just say no, you wouldn't watch it. But I am just curious. This will determine whether or not we do Twitter watch tonight or whether we do reaction watch tonight. I, so we'll see, Ray. Uh, I love the ticket watch thing. I ended up loving it, but this one is just a little too on the line for me. If if you want me to do it, I'll do it. But I just think it'll just be so open to spoilers that uh, it'll just end up just me being watching the chat the whole time and I mean, not talking. I mean, I don't, so I, think click, 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 click. I don't think the critics are going to put in big spoilers. I don't think the critics. Now, Forbes when they do their full review, I fully expect full spoilers in it. But, but I mean, I don't think the critics would okay, actually put in spoilers. Let's in say thing. if it's a bad review. Of right. course, they're they're going to have their headline tomorrow be this is a, are the main reasons why spider, you know, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So that's what you'll run into when you look for reviews too. If they're bad, they'll, they'll need a headline that explains why it's bad. And what if, what if the reason it's bad is because of the surprises? They'll add something like that. Because yeah, people don't care. They, I've seen it already. I don't care what anyone else, you know, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. my job. We want to be the first to post this. I don't think I don't think surprises will make this movie good or bad. The movie's going to be good or bad. The surprises are just the extra little thing. But can it throw off a story from it making might, sense? Yeah, it might. It de depends on the nature of it. Like if you throw in a big surprise, like some sort of big fan service cameo, but it totally undermines the narrative, then they, yeah, you're right. That can derail a movie. That can derail a movie, I suppose. But anyway, guys. Question is for you. 
You know what? Screw it. I'll I'll do reaction watch tonight. Okay. Oh, I might get you to do it with yeah, me, Ray. Okay. Uh, well, well, but, you know, I'll be modding the chat more than I'll be talking this time. Yeah, prob probably a lot of modding. That's of the why chat. Ticket Watch is so much better. Yeah, let's Ticket go Watch to, uh, is great. Let's do Matrix Ticket Watch. <laughs> Matrix Ticket Watch. That would be a very uneventful, a very uneventful stream. But, but yeah, so guys, I'll tell you what. We'll we'll do a re we'll do a Twitter Watch tonight. Aww. But just be warned. Okay. Be warned. If yeah. you come and watch, I keep saying Twitter Watch. If you come and watch Reaction Watch tonight. Just don't complain if, if like, we're going to try to avoid the spoilers if we can, but if they do leak in there, they may. So just be aware of that, but uh, we'll do reaction watch tonight. So we'll see. Now, we're not going to watch TikTok. We're not going to watch the TikTok oh, we stream can't. because we're not going to get the reactions from the movie at the TikTok red carpet. It's not going to be until a few hours afterwards when the actual uh, reviews and the reactions start coming out. So we'll, we'll check it out then. So tonight, reaction watch do we, 2021. Do, do we know what time they're watching? The, the I, will, I, will get in the, I will get an exact time. Yeah, I, I, it's in my email somewhere. I will get the exact time, and then we'll figure two and a half hours after the start time, we will start reaction watch. So it'll be late. Okay. It's gonna be late night. Late. But we're here for you, the people. Oh, yeah, eating. yeah. Reaction watch. Even if we're sleeping. <laughs> even, even before sleep. All right. Anyway, guys, what do you think we're about to see tonight? Spider-Man: No Way Home premieres tonight. All the critic screenings tonight. <laughs> First reactions and reviews come tonight. What are you guys expecting? Do you think they're going to be great and glowing? Do you Are you afraid they can be bad? If they are bad, is that going to derail some of your enthusiasm? Maybe yes, maybe no. Are you going to watch Reaction Watch 2021 <laughs> tonight? Maybe yes, maybe no, I don't know. Whatever you guys are thinking or feeling, jump down into the comment section below and let us know your thoughts. All right, guys. With all that down and out of the way, we are now going to move over and start taking your comments. Now, I've already turned off the comments, the uh, the the super chat comments, because, well, so many damn so damn many of you were sending them in that I had to turn them <laughs> off pretty quick. So we will get through all of them right now. So, Kimberly, what have we got? As far as uh, people sending their comments. Okay, this comes from Al Renshaw. It would be a shame if Chef Pleasures didn't <laughs> yell big surprises. Big surprises! <laughs> During your private Spider-Man screening, we need a t-shirt with Chef Pleasures uh, on it. You know, I, I do think we need to have a Big Surprises t-shirt. I, I think we need to have a t-shirt. First of all, I really think, Ray, you, me, and Matt, I think we need to get Matt involved. Yes, we definitely and need to And we need to like make a whole new line of merch. And, and one of them has to be like a picture of you with big surprises. That's got to be, you one know, of them. all of that. We also need this. It's time for the show to have a facelift, too. Yeah. You know, we've yeah. talked about that. Yep. You know, in the works, you know, maybe for 2022, we started. That's right. Facelift. 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 2021. <laughs> new colors. I don't know. New whatever. All right. What's we'll next? See. Holid Love says, when the No Way Home reactions come out, I have a feeling that the common central theme among the reactors will be to temper expectations. <laughs> okay, that would tell me that would tell me one of two things. Yikes. Either it means the like movie's not all that good, or it could movie mean the movie's great, but Kimberly Ann Kern was right all along. Like I and said. And there was no Toby and Andrew. Like if you hear the phrase temper expectations tonight. 
That means Toby and Andrew aren't in the movie. Oh, wow. They're not in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's just an automatic. That automatically means Toby and Andrew aren't in the movie. That's what I'm going to interpret at any rate. All right, what's next? Just saying. Just saying. Casey Mack says, well, time to stay off the internet till Thursday. You ain't alone, Casey Mack. I think we're about to see a mass exodus off the internet coming tonight. All right, what's next? Victor Garrity says, Toby is in no way home, but as Seabiscuit. As a horse. Not the jockey, <laughs> the actual horse. He's doing mocap. I'll tell you what, a little bit of interesting trivia, John Campion movie trivia. My, where, where I really got started in this was the movie blog. That was my site, the movie blog. My very first post about, on the movie blog, the very first post I put on that blog was about Seabiscuit. Oh my God. Yep. I love Seabiscuit. It was, it was a new TV spot had come out, but they were literally using Matrix movie in, in the Matri Matrix music in the TV spot, like, but this is a period For horse racing Biscuit? piece. And I was like, <laughs> my headline was suddenly Seabiscuit thinks it's the matrix. And that's the very first post oh I God. ever did. So a little bit of a Seabiscuit connection there. I right, love that. And what a terrible music choice. Uh, <laughs> the man with the master plan sends in a 1999. Oh, thank you, man thank with you. the master plan. Appreciate that, man. Sorry, hot Kim, <laughs> Ray and John. I will not <laughs> tune in after today to avoid spoilers. My social medias are suspended too. <laughs> no Way Home has just too much potential for big surprises. Big surprises. <laughs> Man, the fort while I'm away. Haha. <laughs> yeah, it's... um. Listen, look, one bit of advice I did give to even viewers of the show is starting tomorrow, when you watch the show live, turn off the live chat. Yeah. Now, some of you that'll be, you won't worry about it, and some of you just want to come in and talk, and doesn't matter to you. But I, I, my recommendation for anybody that are really nervous about spoilers is when you watch the John Campus show for the next couple of days, because obviously tomorrow we're going to talk about the first reactions that come out. We're not going to give spoilers away, but uh, I would suggest if you're worried about it, the first thing you should do when you log onto the page is turn off the live chat just to keep yourselves a little bit more insulated. All right, what's next? Thanks hey. a lot for that again, man of the master plan. Appreciate that, dude. Casey Mack says, actually, I have a pretty movie field week. West Side Story yes. and Nightmare Alley on yes. Wednesday and No Way Home on Thursday. Very nice. And can I highly recommend adding being the Ricardos into that? Oh, my. They're also Javier Bardem. Oscar nomination should get um, Nicole Kidman should get an Oscar nomination. J.K. Simmons should get an Oscar nomination for this. J.K. Simmons is so good in this movie. Really? It's, it's definitely a supporting role, but every moment that he's on screen, I'm laughing my guts out. That's he's so Fred. good in it. So good in it. All right, what's next? Oh, my God. Suthia says, when Ray shows his humor in jokes, Mr. C laughs his ass off. But when Mr. C shows his humor, Ray is just, oh, my God. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's the reaction I get from Ray. That's my life. By the way, by the way. It's the reaction I get from his sister, too. Just so you know. That's yeah. how I'm treated. Yeah. That's how I'm treated. That's right how here. we treat oh, Canadians. No. <laughs> What's next? Unbeatable says, wonder if Yelena will lose her accent like Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> or And then her name is Helen now. <laughs> John, oh, yeah. John Redcorn says, damn shame. West Side Story flopped so hard. I remember, it's my just, head. again, I look, it, it may it. I'm not surprised. I've been telling you guys for a long time West Side Story isn't going to do great at the box office. How much it, did it cost to make? I couldn't tell you off the top oh, of my okay. head. But, I, but again, I will say this. Remember, Greatest Showman, a recent musical, opened to $8 million, and it ended up making over $400. i am not saying that's what's going to happen with West Side Story. I'm saying the story, the box office story of West Side Story has not yet been told. So we'll see how that goes. All right, what's next? 
Casey Mack says, in one major oh, talk. Victor. Oh, I'm sorry, Victor Garrity. Victor Garrity says, I may not buy Ray Skywalker, but I do buy Ray, Ray Skywalker. Skywalker. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but Daisy Ridley, come on. <laughs> Next. Casey Mack says, in one major topic news, it was announced that Resident Alien is returning next month. Can't wait. This was a very welcoming surprise to this fun week. I didn't hear that. So glad to hear it. This show is wonderful. If you guys haven't started really? watching Alan Tudyk's Resident oh, Alien. God. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, it's no. So I saw good. the trailer last year. I never picked it up. It is. It does not look good. It is so surprisingly good. Where is it? Where can we find it? That's a good question. I don't, guys in the live was chat. Was it TBS or something? No, it was I don't think it was a TBS. I, I don't think it was a TBS show. Guys in the live chat, where can somebody go and watch Resident I've Alien? I've never right heard now? of that show. What's the premise to it? Like okay, without so, giving us. Words? Okay, so here's the basic idea. So, Alan Tudyk plays an alien from another world. Oh, okay. But I'm humans, <laughs> and he's like this weird-looking alien. Right. But humans see him as Alan Tudyk. Right. Okay. And he he knows nothing about Earth culture, and he's in this little small town up way up north. Okay. And he's the town's doctor. And I don't want to give anything else right. away other than that. Other than Alan Tudyk is hilarious. People are saying it is on Hulu and USA Sci-Fi. Oh, okay. So yeah, I, I guys highly recommend, okay. highly highly recommend Resident Alien. All right, what's next? Victor Garrity says in a surprise move, Marvel recast Toby Spider-Man with Christopher Plummer, who filmed scenes shortly before he passed. Oh, oh wow! Passing a Christopher Plummer. Did he? Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I remember they filled him in last second for Kevin Spacey oh, when they took Kevin Spacey out of that okay. Mark Wahlberg movie and reshot the scenes with uh, Christopher Plummer. All the Plummer, money in the world, which he then got an Academy Award nomination for, know, right? which is oh, kind of crazy. The great so Christopher Plummer, R.I.P. Brother, good Canadian kid. All right, what's next? Fry Mini says Succession finale was perfection, a natural twenty. Oh, I haven't started watching it yet. Well, oh. look, I watched the first episode, like the first episode, thought was good. Anne and I were just talking this morning because Anne watched the final episode of morning show last night. Oh, nice. And she's like, I need another show now. I think it's time to get going on succession. I never so. knew she was watching that. Yeah. I was yeah. interested about yeah, watching she, she loves it. morning show. Let me tell you something. Jeremy Strong plays that character so well. This whole cast is amazing. Well, Brian Cox won the Brian Emmy. Co yeah, Brian yeah. Cox, he, is, he brings another level to Savage. But like this whole cast is so so good i can't wait to see it i'm gonna watch it tonight. and by the way if anybody's not watching yellowstone oh god I, I don't know what you're doing it to me now granted i say this having only watched one episode of succession uh -huh. so understanding that yellowstone is the best show on tv right now mm -hmm. i uh, like it just gets better and better as it, it's great anyway okay what's i started next? mayor of um kingston Oh, and Mayor Kingston's so good, Yeah, I too. started it. It's good. All right, what's good. next? Black Rice 19 says, West Side Story was great. Your take on Spielberg being the GOAT is spot on. I think it wins Best Picture so long as voters don't hold Elgort against it. I wish it did better at the box it's office. It's honestly an issue that came... I don't really think anybody's worried about or talking about it. You forgot to talk about the subtitle thing now that a question oh, brought up. Oh, thank yeah. you, thank you, thank so you. So just yeah, uh, right. maybe... So, yeah, so there was a big story last week where we're talking about where Spielberg said he wasn't going to throw in English subtitles when Spanish was being spoken. And we all said here, it's probably not a big deal. It'll probably be rare. And when it does happen, it'll probably be very clear to us what is being said. That's exactly the case. Okay. Like Ann and I were watching. It's like, yeah, every once in a while, 
a couple of the characters are, are speaking in Spanish, but we you didn't blink because you knew exactly what was being said and what was going on. And then they immediately went back to English. And it, it really, it was a non-issue. It was a complete non-issue. Thanks for bringing the back yeah. up, Ray. All right, what's next? AV underscore Callie says, I don't think Andrew and Toby are in this film. Marvel slash Sony wouldn't miss the opportunity to capitalize on that. Also, uh, post-credit scene, Doctor Strange 2 teaser. That's there's Yeah, there's whispers going around that the mid-credit scene, remember, we broke down the time. Mm-hmm. And there is four minutes between when the movie ends and when the credit roll starts. Four minutes. Some people are speculating that four minutes is going to be, aside from the first part of the credits that has the animations and it's like Mm -hmm. starring Tom Holland, you know, that a part of that four minutes may be filled up with our first Doctor Strange trailer. Mm. That is something Sony has done before. It's not something Marvel has done before. Well, no, they did it a little bit with the Avengers movie. So that's kind of the whisper. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, we will find out. Yeah, we will. Uh, But you're right. I, I mean... I'm surprised Sony did not put Toby and Andrew in their trailers. They totally should have. And before anybody goes, well, Disney didn't let them. Disney doesn't have fuck all to say about it. Disney has no authority when it comes to what Sony puts. Sony is the distributor of those movies. They have sole power to decide what does and what does not go into those trailers. So there is some report going around. Oh, Sony and Disney are having arguments over what they can put in the trailer. There's no arguments. Disney doesn't get a vote. Sony would probably consult with them. Sony would probably go to Kevin Feige because they respect Kevin Feige so much and probably get his take and get his thoughts. But there is only one decider when it comes to what goes in the trailers and that's Sony period end of discussion but I'm really surprised they did when you look at Sony's track record I'm surprised they didn't do that all right what's next Bobby Jackson says John King Richard might be gone from theater soon so you may want to try to watch it on HBO Max before it disappears from there as well mm. yep so like I've been like I'm so far behind on King Richard that other things are opening up. It's like, I can't fall behind on these things too. So I'm seeing all these other things. I still haven't watched King Richard because I've been so stubborn that I don't want to watch it on HBO max. I want to watch it in a movie theater, but I'm running out of a chance to do that. uh, I got to get on that fast. All right. What's next? Chris Barsena says, I'm going to agree with Ray on this. If Toby and Andrew are in the movie, which is 90% true. I hope, that hopefully they get a proper goodbye. Yeah, Ray brought that up the other day that like one of the things he really hopes for them is that they give them, it's not that they get their own movie franchise. and No, give them a proper goodbye. Both of them, Andrew and Toby, both had their franchises ended before they were planned to be ended and neither of them got a big goodbye. So I agree. I think Ray, Ray brought up a really good point on that. All right, what's next? James Welsh says, the original West Side Story poster is one of my favorite movie posters. Yeah. Wished n- the new film had a more decent poster that it I, I agree, but at the end of the day, it's it's just a poster. Like is I, it I so? said, yeah, it is. I mean, a poster doesn't make a movie any better or any worse. It's a poster. I mean, it's great for what you might want hanging on your wall. And like, I love a good poster, but yeah, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's just a piece of marketing, just like a commercial. It doesn't. Yeah, but really it becomes the movie. historic. It becomes historic. Sure, though. but it doesn't affect the movie. It like, doesn't affect the movie. It doesn't make but the movie it, any but better it affects or any worse. your memory and carrying that memory of the movie. It becomes I the avatar for your memory of the movie. I think that's that's uh, that. that's a fair thing I'll to say, that. I think. All right, what's next? Petson68 says, on Wednesday, when your show starts, I'll be watching the third act of 
uh, No Way Home here. In- no Way Home. No, <laughs> no Way Home. No Way Home. Oh, we way came home. out. Sweet as John is here. Here in Sweden. I'll stay away from the net until then. By the way, this show gets better and better with you three. Oh, thank you no so much. Way <laughs> with no Way Home. No Way Home is Russian. With your twee. <laughs> It's you started it. I did. I did. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. I'm very aware that when we're doing it Wednesday for some people, that's that's for a lot of people. That's the 15th. And a lot of people are going to be watching the movie on the 15th, our international friends. So I'm a little bit jealous. All right. What's next? Bobby Jackson says, if you have Xbox Ultimate Game Pass, you can play Halo on your PC. Mm-hmm. Also, there's a Jollibee inside the Ontario Mills Mall next oh, time you yes. have a craving. Yes, there yeah. is. We were just talking about that the other day. So Anne and I, we went over we went over to Erin Cummings' house to visit her and her husband, Tom, and, and their new baby. And uh, it was our responsibility to bring dinner. And we decided to pick up Jollibee's. It's a Filipino classic. I mean, it, seriously, the, the food is actually really good. I'm not a big fan of Filipino food. Really? Uh, other than yeah. adobo. I'm a, I'm a big fan of like chicken and pork adobo. And I love... Um, uh, we just had them the other night, Ray. Uh, um, oh, like lumpia, lumpia. Yeah, lumpia. I love lumpia. Like a big fan of lumpia. And Ray, okay, I don't know how to describe this, <laughs> but Ray makes this thing with spaghetti, some kind of sauce, hot dogs, <laughs> and whatever, and it's delicious. What kind of sauce? What do you call that? Just Ray? Like, we just call, well, some people who who who've had it called it the homeless spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there, it makes sense. It, it's like there? really popular in the Philippines. They put hot dogs in their spaghetti. Yeah, What's so it's hot? a really it's a Filipino it's, thing. Uh, the sauce is like a base with of ketchup, like banana ketchup with like sugar and stuff like that. It's a sweeter. It's a sweeter spaghetti. It's, I'll it's bring some in. By the way, can I can I throw in a story here for a second? Quick story. Got to tell you this story about your mom. About the homeless thing? No, no, no. About your no. mom. Go ahead. So, whenever your mom calls Anne, I don't know if you've noticed this, Ray, but talk about Ray and mom's Anne. Ray and mom's <laughs> Anne. Ray and Anne's mom. All right. So when Anne's mom calls Anne, whenever Anne answers the phone, it doesn't matter what she's calling to talk to Anne about. As I'm sitting in the seat next to Anne, your mom's voice sounds panicked and alarming. Yeah. Like, it's like seriously. So like I'll, and we were driving in the car yesterday, right? And it was no Saturday. It was the day of the UFC when you, mm. when you and your mom were coming over to watch the UFC right. over here. And I guess Anne's mom got to our house before we got back from the movie. Uh-huh. So we were on our way there. So Anne, Anne's mom calls Anne. And I hear Anne go, hello. And I can hear coming through Anne's phone. Like, like, like in, in Filipino, in Tagalog. And I'm like, oh my God, what's, what happened? What, what, what happened? So Anne is like, we'll be there in, in about three minutes. Hang on. I'm like, I'm like, what's wrong? She goes, what do you mean? Your mom sounded panicked. No, nah, she's just telling us she's at the house and was wondering if the dogs were inside. <laughs> and I'm like, I thought she was going to say, yep. Ray, Ray cut off his foot. Or uh, something like that. It sounded like, she sounds like, so I always freak out. I always worry something happened to you or happened to well, Olive or happened to somebody. To her, it is important, everything she says. <laughs> it's like, like just blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, yeah. That's one, of those, there's, that's one of those things that uh, <laughs> some Filipinos are known for. 
oh my god, I just I was sitting there driving the car and I was panicked. Ray, Ray, come yep. off his foot. Yep. That's what I was totally expecting to hear or something. Yep. Oh no, she says she's at the house. She's wondering if the dogs <laughs> are inside. Couldn't believe that. Okay, anyway, sorry, wasted enough time on that. Okay. What so is cute. next? John Redcorn says, Hope Echo becomes more interesting in these next two episodes because right now an Echo spinoff sounds as unnecessary as the Cleveland show was. <laughs> it's the Cleveland show. This that is was... the Cleveland show. <laughs> I love the Cleveland show. I, I thought the Cleveland show is actually kind of funny, but oh, it did not last. Oh, I leave it on the background when I'm working all the time because they comedy central will like play play it all the time. They, yeah they, they got to get their money's worth out of it so oh, yeah. all no. the time. but yeah look, look i agree the next two episodes i like the echo character so far i it's it's mildly interesting if you're gonna make an entire show on this character you better do something with the next two two episodes because right now right now i don't uh, see it like if 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 hawkeye ended today and you were launching an echo show tomorrow i don't think i'm watching we will see her worth yeah, probably. You think so? Work. Yeah, she's gonna show a dimension to her that we haven't seen that will be like, wow. She that's has why to. She's getting she has show. no more time. Whether it's yep. an upgrade to her leg or something like that, I don't know. All it's right, what's something. next? Matt Fish says, "So I think it's almost a given we'll see Charlie Cox as Pete's lawyer, but over under fifteen percent, we see him at some point dressed as the devil." Well, in. In on the action. Okay, here's the problem, Matt. You just posed a question that, that is an if on top of another if. If Charlie Cox is in this movie, would he be dressed as Daredevil? So that becomes very, that kind of becomes nebulous a little bit. Um, I'll say this. I am expecting to see Charlie Cox. I mean, again, if Kevin Feige is coming out the other day saying, yep, Charlie Cox is going to be our daredevil, then I'm thinking there's no way in hell he's not in the movie. If, if Kevin Feige is coming out and saying publicly, Charlie Cox is our daredevil. So let's go with the assumption for a moment, even though assuming makes an ass out of you and you. Now, let's assume for a moment <laughs> that, that Charlie Cox is indeed in Daredevil. I will go barely under 15% that we see him dressed as daredevil. Yeah, I don't think so. I think there might even be well no. Yeah, I'm going to go under 15%. What about you, Ray? If Charlie Cox, let's assume for a second that Charlie yeah, Cox is in it. No. He's do not. we ever see him in the movies Daredevil? No. no, you don't think so, There's Kim? too much going on in that movie. Yeah, probably. What do you think, Kim? Oh, under. Under. Okay, so yeah. what? Again, I I'm not going to take a lot under, but I am going to go under. All right, what's next? Michael Serda says, "Can't believe we're only 3 days away from big surprises." Big surprises! Can't wait to see how the MCU is shaking up. I'm oh. seeing it Friday and Saturday. Love the show. Thank you so much for that, Michael. And yeah, we're again, we've got our, our private theater book. We sent out the invitations yesterday, by the way. Again, we've got a private theater that's been provided for us. We're going to be watching Spider-Man No Way Home on Thursday early in the day. And uh, we invited a number of our viewers who had submitted to come and see. And I sent out the invitations yesterday. So if you did not get nice. one of the invitations, that means you, you didn't get selected. We had a lot of people submit. Thank you to everybody. You know what? We're going to do this again. We've got We're going to do this again for, for another movie. I don't know if it'll be maybe Morbius, maybe Doctor Strange, but we will do this again. This has been fun and we'll see how, I don't know, maybe the screening Thursday will go badly. But, oh. but yes, thank you to everybody. And we cannot wait to see. I'm glad you got your tickets. We know one thing though. What's that? I'm taking a shower that day. This this is an event. This is something that uh, you <laughs> will praise yeah. the Lord. I mean, we're gonna have strangers around. I mean, I gotta have a shower. I mean, is day. it such a rare occurrence that you're like <laughs> that day? I will take a shower. Big day. Oh, okay, big I'm sorry. day. Are these the big surprises? Can you believe you really this man is about? single? 
Can you believe this man is so? Absolutely not. It. He likes to sniff rotting it. flesh and take showers whenever <laughs> he feels like it. And, like, and surprise. No, raise a delight. Raise a delight. <laughs> All right, what's next? James Argenta says, "Are you doing a pregame for Hawkeye n- slash No Way Home tomorrow?" I was planning on it. I don't know if I can. Um, we had a hell of a lot of questions come in over the weekend, and it is, they are piling up. And we really want to get the, to your questions. And I guys. so I know I got to do a big companion. I did a companion video last night. Mm-hmm. I know I got to do a companion video today, yes. and I got a feeling I'm going to have to do a big companion video again tomorrow. So busy week. Right now, the the jury's out on whether or not I'll be able to do a pregame show for Hawkeye or not. So uh, it's 50-50. Right now it's 50-50. All right, what's next? Brian Minnie says, Charlie Cox, lawyer. I want Charlie Day. Bird Law. Oh, Charlie. I thought you meant you want to have like a day commemorated for Charlie. You know, the actor, Charlie Day. I get you. That would be funny if instead of Charlie Cox, that Charlie Day. That would be Day, freaking oh hilarious. Hi, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Matt Murdock. How you doing? <laughs> Space <laughs> what did he say? Spaceman or space- spaceship? Spaceship. spaceship. <laughs> of, course, of course, Charlie Day is also one of the voices in Lego movies. Always saying spaceship. All right. What's next? Mr. Graham 91 sends in a 1999 super Thank chat. You, Thank Mr. you, Mr. Graham. Good morning. You said spoilers don't bother you. You also said you also saw more of no in no way mom no, no way mom, no mom. <laughs> then you wanted to via email which i'm sure is spoilerish i'd i know it bother a lot of people if someone initially sent them spoilers intentionally sent them spoilers. intentionally yeah Holy so okay sh- yeah look i i don't go out and want to hear everything about a movie but if i happen to hear some spoilers as long again remember my definition of spoiler is not any little detail that happens in a movie to me, a spoiler is who Kevin Spacey is in The Usual Suspects. The nature of Bruce Willis's character in Sixth Sense. What is Rosebud? You know, these are things that fundamentally alter the way you see the entire movie. To me, that's a spoiler. So Cap getting Molnar, that if someone told you that before you saw Endgame, that's not... I'd, I'd ruining like, the day uh, for you. I or... wish I didn't know that before, but that doesn't change how I view the entire movie. Mm. If I go in knowing the nature of Bruce Willis's character in Sixth Sense before I see the movie for the first time, that fundamentally changes the way. It means I'm now viewing the way the movie in a way that the director never intended me to view the movie. And that's different. So, like, do I want to hear the spoilers? No, but it doesn't really affect me too terribly much. So, now look, when somebody... Obviously, I had pictures sent to me that I... Didn't think were real, but, and they may very well not be. If you're right, Kim, that means the pictures sent to me never were real in the first place. I also had people send me some video footage um, that I, again, initially thought, oh, this is a fan edit. Thing. Oh, wait, no, I think this is real. So, yeah, there are a couple things I know about the movie. Fortunately for me, none of them are things that I think are going to affect my overall viewing of the movie at all. Okay. Also, I don't think people were sending me these things to try to spoil the movie for me. Mm-hmm. I think they were trying to send me things as like, Hey John, we want you to break this, you know, sort of thing. Like mm-hmm. they were sending me a tip or something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I appreciate. 
but I learned from the picture fiasco, don't don't go down that route. And I picked up pretty quick that they were real. At least I think they were real. So we'll see how that goes. All right, what's next? Johnny Got Lost says, I never got the hate for Blue Electro. I liked him. It, uh, see, I, the power set and how they used him was pretty cool. It's just the character. Well, I have no friends. And, I'm, and then I turned, now I'm Electro. Like that was not well executed. But the power set of Electro and what he was able to do, and Jamie Foxx is a terrific actor, that was all good. It's just the way they handled the nature of the character that I didn't. Think also, was very the good. sound, the soundtrack when he was doing that stuff was oh, cool too. Very good. It ended up being very like good. a music musical tone when he was yep. shooting the things. So. Yep, I agree. All right, what's next? Sidious Swift says, "I saw West Side Story on Friday. The lack of subtitles wasn't an Not issue. At all. I liked it as much as musicals. I don't jive. I still have fun. That's mm-hmm. all. Yeah, and and listen, I think that's gonna be." Again, like Tick, Tick, Boom, I don't know if you hate musicals, that this will be the movie that changes your mind. But if you can at least tolerate musicals, I really think you're going to love this movie. This movie is fantastic. All right. Thanks a lot for sending that Insidious. What's next? Elmis says, hey, John, Ray, and Kim. I've been seeing really good reviews about Nightmare Alley. Mm. When will you be watching? Also, happy Spider Week. Mm. I'm going twice. I'm seeing it this weekend. So uh, I'm going to have to take a pause between three, four, and five Spider-Man screenings this weekend. And I'm going to have to get in there Nightmare Alley. And yeah, I think it looks great. I'm very excited to see it. What's next? Dalton Gray says, Spider-Man is upon us. You the man, John. Thank you, Dalton. Appreciate that, man. (laughs) What's next? GT86Bin says, it would be sad to see a scene with Tom meeting an alternate Tony that never became Iron Man and is rude to him and with Happy being security for Tony pushing Tom away from trying to speak to him that's a scene from a completely different movie that 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 is not something that, again now you're introducing that's a major narrative line now there's a tony but this is a tony who never this is that's more like a 15 minute what if episode animated wise so also yes, on, it would be sad it, but, it would be on lifetime or hallmark too yeah. <laughs> tom tom and tony tom and tony the sad years <laughs> all right what's next dinosaurs limbo says i feel like it's in service to developing tone, but something about Morbius's really doesn't vibe with me. Characters don't pop from the environment. Hey, listen, everything will strike us all in different and unique ways. And if that's the way it's striking you, I respect that. It's not the way it's striking me. Uh, like I, I find this very compelling. This guy trying to cure his own incurable disease, going to desperate measures, coming across this supernatural thing that whatever. I, I I'm very compelled by. He's it. he's liter- literally talking about the color tone, right, of the film, or is he saying tone as in I the vibe like of the, the movie? Tone, the vibe of the movie. Yeah, that's what he's talking oh, about. Because like at the end, he says pop out. So I thought he meant like the tone, and I actually had the problem a problem with the tone too. Being, it's all like. It's very all, Zack Snyder color or like green, like that, whatever he's using cyan, cyan. I don't know how to pronounce that color or that greenish overlay on all the scenes. Yeah, there's a, there's definitely a hue to it, but I, I think he was talking about the tone, uh-huh. by the way, very excited to see that Jared Leto, we're watching the UFC on Saturday and there's Jared Leto right in the front I watching know. his UFC fight. Add oh, Morbius. Because no, he had he was, his hoodie on. But he, he did have a hoodie, but it was a very bright hoodie. It wasn't he wasn't right. as Morbius. Maybe was, he's hiding something. Maybe he's hiding something with his No, he, because then when they did the close-up of him, oh. he had he had the hood down. And oh, like, the yeah, okay. So, just made me like the duty. So he didn't tattoo Sp- uh, Spider-Man spoilers on the back of his No. <laughs> No, he did not. All right, what's next? Anthony says, fan since AMC days and OG Schmodown. Thank you, Anthony. 
If it's just CGI versions of Toby's and Andrew's Spider-Man and not the actors themselves, would you consider their denials of being in the move in the film? So just want to point out here, Anthony, this is not the place to send in questions. If you want to send in a question, the better thing to do is to use the tip link below. And I know sometimes there've probably been one or two questions sent in and I didn't catch on that it was, but we really do try to keep it separate. So please send that in there. Um, but I, I will just say quickly, yes, if they do use just CGI, then Andrew and to- Andrew wasn't lying when he said he's not in the movie. So there's that. <laughs> All right. What's next? Lemon Papu says, well, today's officially the day I throw my phone in the dumpster <laughs> until Friday. I'm telling you, I think if we had a graph of worldwide social media usage, we're going to see a big drop off tonight. For I a couple really of days. want to know I, those numbers. I think they're going to try. And what kind of phone is it? Because I, I would like to know the location. Bray's of that always dumpster. looking for a new phone. Come on. Bray's always in the market for a new phone. What's next? Matt Fish says, I need Kyler Murray to give me 25 points tonight between M and F and first reaction slash reviews. This is going to be a long, great night. Can't wait till Thursday. Who are the Cardinals playing tonight? I have no idea. Can you look it up? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I have no idea. I just got off the internet. I'm not looking up. I anything. haven't even thought about because uh, normally I'm very big Monday on checking football. out the Monday night game, but I've been so you know consumed with everything else going on. I didn't even see who's playing the Monday night game tonight. So. You've got cobwebs in your It is Rams tonight. Ooh, because the Cardinals beat their ass uh, earlier wow. in the season. That's going to be a good game. Yeah. I might have to try to keep half an eye on that one, too, tonight. All right, what's next? Ruben Donglin Jr. says, Happy Monday, JKNR. After the post-credit scene and finding out it was filmed on the set of No Way Home, I think Venom has a big role in No Way Home. Thoughts? Uh, again, no questions here, but I, yeah, you think it's a big role. I don't think it's a big role, but I don't think it's just a quick cameo either. Yes. Like I don't think it's just some quick little cameo. Yes. But I don't think it's like... Tom Hardy is a co-star of the movie or anything like that, but we'll see. We'll find out. All right. What's next? Noah Drassen says, please do reaction. Watch 2021. <laughs> if you do, please bring back the breaking news graphic. <laughs> reaction watch. I, yeah. I, I think we'll probably do reaction watch. I, I don't think it's going to be anywhere near as interesting as Ticket Watch was, but we will probably, I'll, I'll break out the graphic again. All right, what's next? Crashing Coyote says, I can't believe we live in a world where Spider-Man appearing in a Spider-Man movie is a spoiler. <laughs> but I bet we find out tonight for sure if they're in it. Oh, I... No way the thing is, I don't even consider that a spoiler anymore. Like, once Andrew... Once video footage of Andrew Garfield on set in costume came out three or four months ago. It kind of ended the discussion a little bit, but it is, it's, listen, this may be an orchestrated misdirect of epic proportions. It could have been that Sony specifically shot. Maybe they brought in Andrew Garfield to shoot that little green screen thing of him in costume just to leak it and then have him not show up in the movie. It would be the most brilliant misdirect in cinematic marketing history. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. All right. What's next? BBTY says, John, did you see Snoop Dogg try to <laughs> pronounce Denis Villeneuve at the Glo- Globe nominations this I morning? I was on the floor crying. <laughs> I gotta watch it. I heard. I that, gotta watch first, it. Like, I heard know, something, but I didn't get I don't to watch care it. about the Golden Globes. They're useless awards. I don't care about them. But I did hear that 
that Snoop Dogg announced the oh, nominees or something. Watch it. I haven't seen it, <laughs> but I'm with it. you, Ray. I gotta watch that. I gotta watch it. All right, what's next? Soul Carlos says Newt's story was fun for one film, but I don't see the point on having him in the other films. I wish it was the story of Grivendale and Dumbledore only, and tell their story from childhood to adulthood. I disagree with you completely. I, I think the story of Newt Scamander in here has been really interesting, and I love the fact that. You know, people that you would think are unimportant become the most important. That's I kind of like that theme. There's a little Star Wars in there, to be to be honest with you. So I personally like that a lot. I, I like the direction they're going, but we'll see. We'll see. So all right, what's next? Sam Fisher says Marvel Comics announced that the goat of artist Alex Ross is going to write and illustrate a Fantastic Four graphic novel called Fantastic Four Full Circle. Interesting. Uh, it should be noted. Nobody buys Fantastic. Like people stopped buying Fantastic Four comics, and they pulled the run of the issue because I I remember we were t- like it was me and John Schnepp were doing this mailbag once, and it was right when a Fantastic Four comic run got canceled, and people were all upset. And Schnepp was like, "Why are you people pretending like you're upset? You didn't buy the comics. Nobody." And it was, I think Schnepp was the first one to point out. He goes, "John, you don't you know more people? Not a ton of people watch mailbag." at the time. But he's like, John, do you know more people watch at mailbag than buy Fantastic Four comics? Wow. And he actually showed me the numbers. Like we had like 20,000 people watching mailbag, a mailbag video. And and then he showed me the monthly sales numbers on Fantastic Four and it was like a little under 20,000. It's like, wow. But hey, if it's, if you can revitalize the, the interest in them from a comp point of view, that's awesome. All right, what's next? Sidious Swift says, I also watch Being the Ricardos. The performances were the highlights for me, but the timeline jumps took me out of it at times. Bardem's deep voice for Desi Arnaz was a little distracting too. Oh, I completely disagree. I thought the time, the uh, the time era jumping, I thought was perfect. I thought they told the right type of background story for what was going on in the present moment. And I thought they hopscotched that really well. And I loved him as Desi Arnaz. I thought I thought he was so good as Desi Arnaz. But hey, it's it's all subjective and that's how I saw it. I saw a little bit different you than Sidious. Thanks for sharing your thoughts. All right, what's next? Sam Fisher says 30 points to Hufflepuff. That was a great way to end that trailer. That was a great little naughty. That was really, really good. All right, what's next? Luis Enrique de la Pena says, Good morning, everyone. This is my theory on how Spider-Man No Way Home is gonna end based on several hints or clues from TV spots. And that's he it. And that's it. I don't see anything else. I don't see anything else either. Maybe he's just mocking. Maybe he's mentally telling us oh. across the interwebs. Which you. tells us Professor X. Which means Professor X. That's right. We Thank got you. It. <laughs> Thank you. All right. What's oh, my next? God. Cam K says, going to spend the day planning one to two NL at the Hard Rock tomorrow. I don't know what that means. Got to pass the time off internet till Thursday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. So excited. You ain't alone cam i think a lot of people are gonna be taking time off social media tomorrow dude good luck my man all right what's next ben rayner says i hope they lean more in the wizard war rather than the beast aspect i like all the wizard world stuff but could care less about beast personality personally i i I, kind i really was kind of fascinated by that like i know all of us gravitate more towards give us the big boom give us war but i really like the stuff they've done but I think that is what they're leading up to. Like the last movie clearly is a buildup to this impending war that's going to happen. It's obviously not going to be the muggle versus wizards war because that doesn't happen. But 
a war between the different sides. And I do think that's what they're building up to. It's going to be interesting to see how they navigate that, Ben. All right, what's next? Norwegian Kryptonian says, I don't think Spidey will hit a billion. Europe is being hit hard with that new variant. Restrictions are back at the movie theaters. Um, it'll hit a billion. If, if fantastic or fantastic, if <laughs> fast nine can hit 700 plus million, I, I think this can hit a billion. I do. I, I even with the variant, I mean, the variant, all that kind of stuff is, um, is going to prevent it from hitting anywhere near its potential, but I still see this thing hitting a billion. I, I, I do. I don't think it's a lock, but I do think it still will. All right. What's next? Sam Fisher says is Catherine Watterson in fantastic beast three. She wasn't in this trailer and she had been in the female lead of the series the whole time. Uh, simple. I, I would look on IMDb, but I haven't heard that she's not. And just because somebody is in a trailer doesn't normally really mean anything, but I think she is. All right, what's next? Waleed Haji says, would you consider a flop review box office? Uh, again, that's a question, Waleed. So maybe the best thing to do is to write that in. All right, what's next? My Comic Planet says, sad to see the poor box, box office numbers for West Side Story. Wonder if the causes are the same as in the Heights. No star power, COVID for an older audience. Again, I've been trying to tell people for a while, don't expect much from the box office of West Side Story. It's a remake of a 1961 film set in 1961 of dancing and singing gangs. It, it, it's not a big recipe for appeal for the modern audience. But again, it made more money opening week than The Greatest Showman did, and Greatest Showman went on to make $400 million. Do I expect an identical result? No. I'm just saying don't write off what's what uh, West Side Story could be just yet. All right, what's next? Nikita Monahan says, watch West Side Story thrice this thrice. weekend for Steven's direction and the songs. Loved it, but how do you think West Side Story bombing at the office might affect the future prospects of musicals, including Chalamet's Wonka? Nothing. No impact at all. I, again, I've been telling everybody, don't expect much from this. So it's really not going to have much of an impact at all moving forward. All right, what's next? Jen McMahon says, hey, says, yeah, <laughs> I think they were just here to see Dumbledore mark out with what would be a magic Nazi. I said it. Deal with it. I'm not quite sure I what it is Jen is asking. I what that means. Okay. Sorry. Sorry about that, Jen. What's next? Sorry, Jen. Sam Max says, in honor of Spider Week, I have a little controversial opinion. I think Amazing Spider-Man is way better than the original mm. Spider-Man. I don't think, personally, I don't think that's all that controversial. I Listen, I good. think, do I think Amazing Spider-Man is better than Spider-Man 2? No. I'll say it. I agree. I think, I think Andrew Garfield's first Spider-Man movie is better than Tobey Maguire's first Spider-Man movie. I think the first Spider-Man movie is very good. But I really like the first Andrew Garfield movie, like a lot. Now, mm -hmm. it's nowhere near as good as Toby's second Spider-Man movie. That's one of the all-time great comic book movies. But I'm going to agree with you, Sam, on that one. I agree. All right, what's next? Trey Brown says, on second watch, seemed like Black Widow was protecting Kate. Electrified Echo right after she kicked Kate. Like I said during the spoiler review, it seemed to me like she was looking at, at Kate as if, and she gave her a little head shake like, don't trust this guy. My sister dead and she ended up dead. And now you look like my sister's replacement. Like it, 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 that's what it kind of felt like what was going on there. You know what I mean? So we'll find out more tomorrow. What's next? Yeah. Domingo 18, 813 sends in a 1999 super chat. Thank you. With all these Spider-Man possibilities and John having to explain what is most probable, I think you should use the example from Christopher Gardner in The Pursuit of Happiness. He explains probability versus possibility. Yeah, and I do, I bring that up a lot. It's like, there is a difference between what is possible versus what is probable. Is it possible that 
Scarlett Johansson pops up tomorrow night in Hawkeye as Black Widow. Yeah, it's possible. It's absolutely possible. But don't confuse possibility with probability. It is not probable that that would happen. It is quite improbable that it would happen. But possible? Yes. That's a good thing to bring up, Domingo. Eight, uh, 18, 81.3. So you said it. Now I'm saying it. So that's a good thing to bring up. And I completely agree. There's a very, very important distinction you bring up there, man. All right. What's next? Luis Enrique de la Pena says, oh, he's continuing. Hint, they showed all of Doctor Strange's spell from the beginning. That was a continuation from yeah, him. Oh, yeah. Finally. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. They showed part you of might it. Be right, but we'll, if that's what it turns out, Luis will remember you said that. But right now, I'm going to say I don't think so. But we'll find out. All right, what's next? So Carlos says, as a Latina woman in disappointed West Side flopped at the box office, Hollywood only cares about money. We need to support this film if we want more Latino stories on the big screens. Mm. It's a great movie. I'll tell you what, right now, I really don't care that it's a Latino movie. I don't care. I care that it's a great movie with great performances. Uh, it should be supported. Like, I don't. I, I, I'm not a person who believes you need to support mo- even bad movies if they endorse something that you want endorsed. If it's a bad movie, it's a bad movie. This is a great movie. To me, it's the best movie of the year. And remember, it hasn't flopped yet. That was low opening, super low opening. Definitely a disappointing opening, but it's just the opening. Let's see what happens moving forward. I'm, again, it may not replicate the success of Greatest Showman, but it did open bigger than Greatest Showman. We'll see what happens. All right, what's next? Chris Wright sends in a super chat. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that, Chris. Eddie Villalobos says, officially fasting from social media, yep. which includes YouTube to avoid thumbnails. I won $100 betting on Oliveira this past Saturday, <laughs> so I'm a happy man. Yeah, listen, I, I'm not going to lie to you. First of all, Charles Oliveira is a beast. He's an absolute beast. He is such a good mixed martial artist. It's crazy. Now, I bet on Poirier. I didn't actually literally put money on it. But I, if you ask me before the fight set, I'll say my pick is Poirier. But I'm not surprised at all that Oliveira won. I mean, the dude is a monster. I'm really curious to see him fight, you know, Gaethje. the maestro of violence, Gaethje. Like, I'm very curious to see him fight. Because listen, here's the thing. Poirier was landing shots on Oliveira. If those same shots land on Oliveira, but they're thrown by Justin Gaethje, he's going to sleep. Like, Poirier is, it doesn't have one-punch knockout power. Justin Gaethje has one-punch knockout power. And if he gets hit the way he got if Oliveira gets hit the same way he got hit by Poirier, he's going to sleep. Like, like they ain't going to go into the second round. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But Oliveira is a beast. All right, what's next? Shiv Patel says, Ray and Ann, real siblings? Yes. Yeah, Ray and Ann are... Act- like, that explains it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ray and Ann are actually brother and sister. Yes, who's, they are. Who's older? And oh, uh, older. Ray's older. Oh, she's your baby sister. That's why my little baby. A, that's th- why he's here every day because he's like, I don't trust John. No, no. that's right. That's over. That's been over it for uh, No, so there's cute. actually a Filipino term that like Anne doesn't call him Ray. She calls him Kuya. Oh. Which is a phrase I learned, which in, in Tagalog it means it literally means big brother, yeah. does it not? So yeah. it means big brother. So But even friends oh. and stuff, like people who aren't related in the Philippines, if they're just like you want to show them respect or just like Call, call each other Kuya or Ate. I remember I had lunch with your grandfather mm-hmm. one day. So Anne, Anne and Ray's grandfather, a uh, very important man in the Philippines. He was a uh, justice of the Supreme Court. They have, there cow. are high schools and parks and everything named after their grandfather. Oh my God. Like, who's, who's Anne's godmother again? 
she's a actress and a singer i think too but now she does other things right i don't well, no, dot right there's a picture right of Anne as a little girl oh. and like the president of the Philippines. Oh yeah, that infamous picture. She's like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So is like, she uh, is she standing in the picture? She's standing, right? Yeah, or is, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I remember. So like the president That's of the Philippines is there. Like Anne's family and Anne and, and Ray's one uncle is a senator. Uh, your aunt is like a governor, or is it the other way around? Your your I have no idea. Uncle's a governor. <laughs> we anyway. That's so yeah. super. But anyway, I was having lunch. He he was over here visiting one time. Oh yeah, and Anne me your mom and your grandfather this is before your grandfather passed away right we got to go and we had lunch and i referenced we were ray came up and i referenced him as kuya just because ann referenced him as kuya so that was just kind of my head and i remember your grandfather was like i don't know if he was worried that i was some white boy but mm. your grandfather was like he was so happy he's like that is so respectful that you referred to him as kuya oh, yeah. it's like it's like Aww. cool and ann was like i think you won my grandfather over yeah, like, yes, okay. yes he spoke very good english he was he did he's man it's just being around him you felt like the you know just a respect of uh everyone Aunt, towards him and has shown me a lot of stuff about your like your grandfather was a great man yeah he was like a truly great man it's yeah. kind of crazy wow anyway all right wow. what's next i need to look this up caden stab says fantastic beast trailer trailer was effing amazing excuse my language but i'm also a 90s kid potterhead huh. no way home week let's go hawkeye big surprises episode five tomorrow <laughs> so much to be excited about so much to be excited so about thanks for throwing it is it is i thought the fantastic beast trailer was really good too as a matter of fact all right what's next pablo zuniga says in the heights is still my favorite movie of the Love year that movie. but i really liked west side story just a bummer that these well-made musicals keep bombing <laughs> Everybody wants to go see musicals, mm. particularly musicals set in 1961. It's about dancing gangs in the street. Like it's not, it is what it is. But yeah, I, I loved In the Heights too. Absolutely loved it. All right, what's next? Okay, Luis Enrique de la Pena says, hint two. Peter streamed that he's responsible for letting the villains invade his reality. Hint three. Peter told someone that he can't save everyone. Okay. okay. All right. What's Pick, next? Picking up what you're putting down. Little Willie says, I'm so excited for Spider-Man No Way Home, but I have a feeling that reactions will be good, but I think there will be people uh, that will feel it's too crowded. Impossible to say. Nobody's seen the movie yet. Like, I... I don't. I don't think people are going to complain. The, look, the only re thing that's going to make people say that it feels too crowded is if it's a bad film, because it's not about the numbers of characters. There's nowhere near as many number of characters in this movie as there were in the X Men films. There's nowhere near as many characters in this as there was in Infinity War or Endgame or, or whatever like that. It's do they try to cram too many different storylines into it? And I think John Watts deserves the benefit of the doubt for now. So we will see mm -hmm. tonight on Reaction Watch. Yeah, yeah. Don't let the hype get to those reactions. Yeah, either it's true. Or, All right. or like yeah what's next cutter hale says west side story was amazing seeing don't look up tomorrow seeing nice. no way home thursday thanks for the content it helped me over the weekend my grandparents got me hooked on yellowstone yep kim was right belfast was great wow. uh, and again i i cannot i i was very late to the party yellowstone i just thought it looked like i thought it looked like okay dumb cowboy show who cares it's the godfather with cowboys it's so good and Kevin Costner's daughter, like the character's she daughter. Is a, she might be the best character on television right now. so good. Actually, two of my favorite characters on television are Rip and her. And the fact that oh, they're yeah. together is like, you got to understand, 
the the daughter's character is like that. I think the phrase boss bitch was created for her. She (laughs) is the most deadly, lethal. This is the one person on the planet you do not want to fuck with. She will destroy you and everything. And if you she love. had a theme song walking down the street, it would be savage for sure. Yeah, with she, the remix, she is she's just, a bad. She's bad just girl. that. Like this one line from this last episode, like you're really going after him. I'm gonna bankrupt his fucking grandchildren. It's like she's, like she's the most wow. savage. Her lines are so good. The best line though, there's this scene. Piper Parabo is guest starring on the show mm-hmm. right now. Who I love. You remember from from Coyote Ugly. I love Piper Parabo, but she walks in on Piper Parabo in her dad's kitchen because Kevin Costner had her stay at the house, but she walks in and Piper Parabo is just in a, a nightshirt. So she thinks she was sleeping with her dad. So like she picks up a knife. It's like, who are you bitch? And blah, blah, blah. And it's like, so then Piper Parabo says to Kevin Costner's daughter in the show, I bet your boob job was real expensive. And then she says in reply, these are the ones God gave me. Looks like he gave me yours too. And I'm like, like oh. me and Anne are watching it. And Anne and I are like, whoa. It's like, it looks like he gave me yours oh, too. It's like, oh my God. Character, like that's man. just the type of thing. But the the relationship between Rip and her, because Rip is like the ultimate man. He's so manly. He is like all man, right? And their relationship is so perfect because there was a there was an episode a few weeks ago where they're like, have a little bit of an argument over something. And he he's makes a good point to her. She's walking away from him. He's like, blah, blah, blah. And she turns away. She goes, fuck you. And then he kind of gives her this look. She starts to walk away and then she stops. And this is why I love their relationship. She turns around, walks up to him, grabs him by the shirt. She goes, I love you more than anything. But for right now, fuck you. And then turns around. <laughs> and then he just smiles because he loves that about her. They have the best relationship. I love this show. Sorry, I, I'm getting sidetracked here. I love this show so much. It's All right, so what's good. next? Spencer Nielsen says, I love the new West Side Story as much as the original for completely different reasons. He sells the tragedy of the story in the third act perfectly. Oh, it's Shakespearean. I mean, look, the West Side Story is completely based on Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. And he captures, I mean, with the fullness i mean there are tragic moments there's full of joy amazing moments they capture all that you're absolutely right about that spencer absolutely right all right what's next gary phillips sends in a 999 super chat thank, thank you. you gary daniel hinosa says frustrating to hear some people and critics downplay west side story just because remaking a classic doesn't sit well with them on principle who cares the vast 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 majority of the critics love this thing it's got a 90 plus percent thing. A lot of critics are already saying it is a top film of the year. Almost all of them are saying it's a top five film of the year, if it, if not the best picture of the year. So look, every all the films are subjective. No matter how good or bad a movie is, there are going to be some critics that say it's great and some critics that say it's awful. Don't worry about them at all. Don't worry about it. All right, what's next? Elav Torman gives us two. He says, hi, John, Kim, and Ray. Been watching since the Collider movie talk Thank days. Thank you, Elav. Had this theory that we might get a cliffhanger in No Way Home, and we will get the Spidey in Doctor Strange too as well. Tom has still one more Marvel movie in his contract. Thoughts? Cheers from Israel. Bring on the filthy. um, Again, don't forget, just because there's a contract doesn't mean they have to do it. Uh, So that's not necessarily a for sure thing. Don't forget, Terrence Howard had two more films on his deal with Marvel to appear as Rhodey slash War Machine. 
How did that work out? And so, yeah, it's there. That just means that both parties want to do it. They do, but it doesn't necessarily automatically mean they will. I suspect we're seeing Spider-Man pop up in No Way Home, or sorry, in uh, Multiverse of Madness as well, though. All right, what's next? Victor Vodka says, favorite Stan Lee cameo is from Spider-Man 3 when he tells Peter, you know, I guess one person can make a difference. Nuff said, RIP to the GOAT. Now, nah, that's sweet and everything, but Stan Lee in the strip club. Stan Lee as a strip club <laughs> DJ saying, you can't buy love, but you can rent it for $20 a song. <laughs> that's Stan Lee as a strip club DJ is the greatest thing ever put on film in cinematic history. I mean, that, that's just it to me. All right, what's next? <laughs> it's the best. Okay, Luis Enrique de la Pena says, hint, Four, Ned told Peter and MJ that it would be good to start over if they moved to MIT. Hint five, Peter told Doctor Strange to do it. Here's the problem, Luis. You're sending these all in. Our, I can't even remember what your previous things were, so I'm, I don't know. I don't know what you're saying, but maybe once I go back and start following everything you're saying, I'll be able to make more sense of it. All right, what's next? Okay, this is a two-parter. Okay, I found the second part. Shake and Quake says, John, buenos dias from Colombia. Colombia. Everyone told me I was crazy, and maybe I am, but I'm anticipation of No Way Home. I got Spider-Man tattoo. <laughs> Given how insane and glorious No Way Home is going to be, <laughs> Spider-Man in any of his forms, whether movies or cartoons, comics, even collecting Spider-Man figures. And I don't see a third part. Oh, wait. Oh, there is. And Hot Toys. It has helped me get through the most difficult times in my life. Much love to you, your family, Ray and Kim. Thank you for getting me, getting you, for getting me through the day always. P.S. Hot Toys and Tattoos is an addiction. Send help. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. Now, look, I, I, I've already told, I'm not a tattoo guy. You, you won't see a tattoo on me. I'll never get a tattoo. I may change my mind if you know if we have a kid, then I, I might. But honestly, I don't do tattoos. One of the biggest reasons I won't do tattoos is like one of my best friends, uh, when he was like 17 or 18, like once he was legally loud, he loved G.I. Joe and got a giant cobra symbol tattooed from shoulder to shoulder on his back. <laughs> the giant symbol of cobra, right? Problem is, as he grew into adulthood, he didn't like G.I. Joe as much. Oh, God. And he was like, didn't like having that. And I'm just always afraid of that. But um, but here's the thing. If there is something in your life that has meant some, like meant a lot to you, again, part also part of the reason I'll never get a tattoo is because I honestly, simply, I'm not cool enough to have a tattoo. Tattoo wouldn't work on me. I'm not <laughs> but cool But you enough. break dance. I broke dance, yes. <laughs> I was good break dancing, I dance hip-hop. But uh, no, um, no tattoos on me. I can't pull it off. But listen, if there's something you love... And you want to make that thing that has meant a lot to you, whatever, as a part of you. Like, I've seen people with Star Wars tattoos, and I've seen people with, like, whatever. And if that is something that has meant a lot to you, I would I say is, don't go get a Spider-Man No Way Home tattoo if Spider-Man No Way Home is about to be the first movie you ever see, because this movie sucks, and you're going to be living in regret forever. But Spider-Man already means a ton to you, so even if No Way Home sucks, it doesn't matter. So, good on you, man. I think he showed his tattoo. It said, Spider-Man No Way Home, 10 out of 10. <laughs> That's what he got. Yeah, no, no, but I, no, no, no possibility of regretting that. What I take from that is I really like that he believes in Spider-Man that much because Spider-Man was my favorite character. So Still you know, is. so if um, if he he believes that the movie's gonna be good, then 
More power to him. More power to him. All right, what's next? Lou says, I believe that Toby Spider-Man doesn't die, but is already dead and is willing to do anything to save all worlds. Just my two cents. I, I multiple, uh, I don't, what? The afterverse. He's talking about the afterverse. The like afterverse? Afterlife. The after, I mean, that's the. He's bringing that in too. Yeah. I, I don't think Toby's already dead. <laughs> I don't think Toby's going to be already, but we'll see. All right. What's next? Gabriella says, quick reminder to be kind and patient to theater employees this week and mm -hmm. every day from a movie theater worker and fellow film fan. Listen, yes. we've been telling everybody, listen, guys. Theaters right now are understaffed, okay? They're all understaffed. They're about to have their biggest crowds that they've had in years. There are two things you need to do. Shut your damn mouth when talking to one of the employees. If there's something happening you, you don't like so much, all right? There's a million things going on for these people. They're trying to accommodate as many, get more guests than they've had in years. They're doing their best. And I'm sorry if this, this floor in front of your seat's a little bit sticky. Take a deep breath and remember that if that's the worst thing that's going to happen to you today, then you've had a pretty fucking good day, all right? With these people who are manning these theaters and trying to give us the best experience that they can do not need is our stupid mouths whining and bitching about things that are probably completely outside of the control of that kid doing their best to try to give us as good of an experience as possible. So number one, just keep your mouth shut, all right? Unless it's to open it to say thank you to these people who are trying their best to give us a good experience, all right? That's the first thing you got to remember. The second thing you got to remember is this. There are a million moving pieces here. There's not going to be pretty. There's going to be mistakes. They're understaffed. There are floods of people. So, yeah. So do everybody a favor. When somebody takes your ticket or scans your barcode or serves you some soda or opens the door as you're walking into the theater, or is there holding a trash bag as you're leaving. Try saying thank you. Just say a little thank you. Those people, Thursday and Friday and Saturday, these people are going to be run ragged. And they're doing so for minimum wage. Yep. So yep. if these people are helping set up your experience, just a little thank you. And if something goes wrong, just bite your tongue and deal with it. If it's the worst thing that happens to you that day, you've le you're leading a pretty charmed life. Now, I'm not saying never complain. You're a paying customer at a movie theater. You're paying for an experience. But ask for the manager. These kids are, are doing their best. Ask for the manager. Don't Well, don't and understand this is not a regular about, weekend. They don't staff themselves. You guys don't have enough people here. Yeah, Ask they, for the manager. But that's not the kid's problem. Billy but also understand, staff. even for the managers, this is not a regular weekend. Mm -hmm. No. Even the managers here, they're going to be trying to deal with this, again, biggest rush of people than they've had in years, while understaffed, because they only got so much of a budget, and they're, everybody is, just understand that this weekend everybody's doing the best they can. Everybody's doing the best they can. And then also plan accord accordingly. Like if you don't like waiting in the concession stand line, get there earlier. So you'll be in time for the Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. You know, you could do your part to help too. Yeah. And, you know, uh, you it know, kills me when people show up 20, yeah, like and five minutes before the movie starts and they're like, where's I'm my not popcorn? Be able to get my popcorn this in line time. is so slow. Well, it's your fault. Yeah. You know, people are going to be up at the register deciding what they want. So you're going to have to deal with that. You know, the people that go, yep. huh, is that good? Well, what do you have? Well, you know what you should you know, do? Just get there earlier. I don't know about other film chains right now, but I know AMC now. When you go to AMC, on you buy your tickets on your app, 
You can buy your concessions in advance. Well, even better. You can buy them in advance. Nice. You tell them what time you're going to be there. And then there's a shelf with that'll have your bag like with Chipotle. your order. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So just, 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 again, I'm not saying theaters don't owe you a good experience. Of course they do. But just understand this weekend is unique. Yeah. And everybody's going to be trying their best. So just understand that if your popcorn's a little burned, that sucks. But the person trying to give you your popcorn is having a much harder night than you are. Mm -hmm. So when you go back, say, hey, my popcorn's a little, just don't go, this is unacceptable. My popcorn, just, just, just for this weekend, just say, hey, you guys are probably trying to make so much popcorn. My bag was a little bit burned. Could I get a new bag? Like, just, just do, do what, do what Patrick Swayze says in Roadhouse. Be nice. That's it. <laughs> Be Dalton. Be Dalton from Roadhouse this weekend. Oh, wow. Okay. And be nice. Spin kicks coming. Spin kicks from ripping out your throat. <laughs> yep. All right. Sorry. Went off on that. What's next? Chris Wright says, hey, guys, over under 50% that Maya's uncle is actually Kingpin or maybe Kate's dad. Okay. Again, this is not the place to send in questions, but I will say over 50%. All right. There what's we go. next? Luis oh, Enrique Luis de la Peña says it's six. Peter realizes his loved ones will always be in danger as long as they know his identity. Well, that's why they're trying to get it. Yeah, everybody's going to forget. Dun, dun, dun. All right, what's All right next? we already did that one. Uh, I'm going to do this. Nomadesius Sue. Uh, Nomad. Damn it. Oh, yeah. What was Nomadic that? Medusa. <laughs> Nomadic Medusa. <laughs> that's it, exactly. Well said, Ray. <laughs> No matisa batasa patata. I to the school no for kids that. who don't no read good. Okay. <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> I just always have that picture of Zoo. So long. So I always have that picture of Zoolander in my head. It's for the school for kids who don't read good. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? A school for ants? <laughs> 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 oh god the spider-man movies are going to d plus so could see minor edits due to no way home maybe we will see the villains getting taken added to the original films hmm. i have no idea what he For means disney by that. plus cool, like adding stuff to like the spider-man old older spider-man movies i don't think so because they're going to disney plus uh, yeah no, i i don't think that'll happen i i, I mean you're they're going to end up on disney plus yes at some point we already know that that's been announced so you're right about that i i don't think we're going to see stuff taken away or added i i don't think they're going to do that all right what's next ben rayner says hook is my favorite spielberg movie a movie he doesn't like but it's my fave bangerang i love hook I, th I think Hook is wonderful. It's charming. Again, I don't think it's a top five Spielberg film, but I I think it's great. I love I love that movie. All right, what's next? No, what? Nomadic, Nomadic. Nomadic Medusa. <laughs> I graduated. Says big surprises, big maybe surprises. forward and backwards. Oh, okay. I, maybe. All right. Maybe. Cool. <laughs> Nomadic cool. Medusa. All right, man. All right. All right. What's next? Andy says Ansel Elgort is so big and Rachel Zegler is so small that I keep thinking, damn, that is a train that doesn't fit inside the top. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, oh my Andy. Yeah. Uh, you you but, can take this one, John. But I will say this. Andy. I will say this. Damn it. You know, we all talked a lot about Dear Evan Hansen <laughs> and how that dude would just look too old for the role, right? There are many people in West Side Story <laughs> that do not look like high school students. But here's the difference. It's all about comparison. 
because all of the high school students in this movie all look the same age. That's the difference. Whereas in Dear Evan Hansen, you had a lot of the kids in the high school that looked like they were high school kids. <laughs> and then you had old man Wolverine Hansen. <laughs> Who's like, greetings, fellow kids, <laughs> right? Whereas at least in, and so it completely stood out like a sore thumb in West Side Story, they all look the same age. So it's not as distracting, like as Bernardo, that dude is not Bernardo. 17, right? But he looks the same age as everybody else. So that's that's why it was far less distracting. <laughs> all right, what's next? What's up with that one homie with the full-on facial <laughs> Oh, I know. I, like, I know. Whose dad are you? Yeah, with with tattoos of his three children on his arm. Yeah. Oh God bless it. I okay. love high school. Oh, I love high school. High school's great. <laughs> <laughs> Latin Shark nine five six says, "Big week for me. Witcher, Boba Fett, Hawkeye, Spider Man, and GTA Online DLC featuring Doctor Dre." Almost forgot. I keep forgetting. They're sending me The Witcher tonight. Oh my God. Yeah. That's super exciting. I, and now, what's it? Wait, can I watch Witcher and do Reaction so Watch 2021? This is overwhelming. Oh, I don't know what to do now. I'm torn. I'm torn. You know. Like Tony singing to Maria. Should I stay or should I go? No, wait, that's a different band <laughs> that's altogether. That's <a> <laughs> song. <laughs> That's yeah, Steve Spielberg. Should I go back? That's a very different version. Steve the Ray train done. is going off the rails right now. <laughs> All right, what's next? Okay, Luis. Okay, Luis. In Luis conclusion, Enrique Pelapena says, "In conclusion, I believe Doctor Strange will finish the original spell, yes. and everyone will forget Peter is Spider-Man. In that way, his transition to Sony will feel natural and not rely on other characters." Well, here's the thing, Luis. Like, did I not talk about that on the show the other day? That I had gotten an email from from someone that said, "John, you're missing the biggest argument about why we should believe that." Peter is leaving. This is going to end with Dr. Strange wiping everybody's memory. Therefore, when he leaves the MCU, nobody is questioning where Spider-Man because the memory of him is going to be gone. So I look, I'm not saying that's what I think is going to happen, but I like the theory, Luis, yep. because it, I, I think that makes it logically, it makes a lot of sense. doesn't mean that's what's going to happen, but logically that does make a lot of sense. All right. What's next? Derek, leader of the flock says, do you think Toby <laughs> Spider-Man is going to be culture shocked when he jumps to 2007, New York to 2021, New York? Again, this is not a place to send in, guys. We're good. Uh, again, moving forward, try to understand this is not the place to send in questions, but I will say this. Who's to say it's Toby from 2007. Mm-hmm. Electro looks a lot different. Could be a completely different universe's version of Electro. Could be Toby from Pleasantville. Could be, <laughs> could be Toby from Pleasantville. And we're going to say Reese Witherspoon as his sister. I like that and movie. She's the new spider Did you like that movie? I did like Pleasantville. Okay, yes, okay, anyway. I thought Pleasantville was quite good. All right, what's next? Meshach sends in a $50 super chat. Wow, Meshach, thank you so much for supporting us on that level. Greetings from Miami, my brother. What movie do you think will win this weekend? Kingsman or The Matrix? Well, again, not a place to send in question, guys. So please start to condition yourselves to not send in questions on the Super Chat. Questions get emailed in for later. But um, Kings... Uh, Come on. I want to say Kingsman. What? Over the Matrix? Matrix is free on HBO. Oh, oh. yeah, that's right. Oh, 
Warner right? Brothers, you bastard. But but it's still going to make some box office bank. I mean, it's just not going to make anywhere near as much as it could. But the people who know the magic of the first one, no, you do not watch this on your couch. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully people know that. Hopefully. Okay, you know what? what a mistake. I, I, what a mistake to put on HBO. Look, Matrix is going to underperform what it could perform, but I, I'm going to say still think it makes more money than Kingsman. Not... By much, but uh, yeah, I think it's still going to make more money than Kings than Kingsman. All right, what's next? J.R. Wheeler says, John, where are the color purple and ET on your goat list? Um, Spielberg, like on a Spielberg list? Yeah. Oh, I don't do rankings. Uh, neither of them are at the top. Like for me, the top one is Amistad. I mean, mm. that. Other than that, they're just two more brilliant, brilliant films on the goat's resume. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. All right, what's next? David Nichols says, I love when someone is good at what they do. They just clean house when they're doing it. Spielberg, Jordan, GSP, Campia. <laughs> <laughs> Much love. That's right. Uh, I am. Uh, I love how you were just kind of snuck in there. Uh, I was kind of slid it. I'm the George. God, you have another account, Campia? David. Me and, <laughs> me and George St. Pierre. <laughs> That's the thing about George, man. He he's got. I mean, I personally love the French accent, like being Canadian. I love the French accent, but George, George's, George's accent, he's so there. Yeah. You know, I'd like to train. Oh my God. I, I like the martial oh arts God. very yes, much. People. I respect him. He's a good fighter. Like he's got such <laughs> a strong, strong, and Anne is just smitten with George Saint Pierre. Oh, so yeah. I remember. So we were going to this thing where there was a possibility Anne might be able to meet George. George for those of you who don't know, George Saint Pierre. I think one of the greatest mixed martial arts of all time, but he's, he's a Canadian fighter, French um, Canadian, French Canadian. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and again, I love the French Canadian. I says, his uh, no, is very great. strong, but I remember Anne was like, okay, just in case I bumped into George St. Pierre, teach me how to say some things. So I was mm -hmm. teaching her. And so this is the thing for like weeks. Anne was walking around practicing. Bonjour, George. Je m'appelle Anne. Comment t'appelles-tu? <laughs> like, they're trying to teach her. Like, so she was practicing That's those lines over cute. and over, trying to teach her how to speak a little bit of French. All right. One uh, day. <laughs> one day. One day. She needs to keep that there. She's got to have that. Yeah. All right. What's next? Jer Bules says, thank you for existing. Love from Belgium. Oh, uh, thank you, Jer Bules. And thank you for being here and being a viewer That's of our sweet. show and being a part of our community, man. All right. What's next? Matt Leach says, imagine if Spielberg was hired to direct a Star Wars film. <laughs> That would be wild. Also, love what you do. Keep up the great work. Listen, Matt, you just expressed my cinematic wet dream. <laughs> I have always wanted a Star Wars movie directed by Spielberg. And I remember being at the world premiere for Star Wars The Force Awakens. And I was sitting about five rows back from George Lucas and Steven Spielberg sitting together at, at the premiere. Oh, that's oh too cool. And, you know, Kathy and Kennedy and JJ are up on stage and they point out George Lucas and Spielberg being there and just reminded that, like, these guys are like cinematic brothers. And it's like, why, why, Steven, won't you direct a Star Wars movie? It's it's what I want more than, I would give up every other movie George, or Steven Spielberg could and would ever direct for one Star Wars movie from him. One, it, 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 I just can't imagine. But it. what, what, what if he says the reason is because the train doesn't fit the tunnel? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just not. Maybe it's just not. In other words, maybe it's just not something he he sees himself Star like. Star Wars can't handle my genius. 
You can you can take that allegory yeah, wherever you want to go. Can't he probably just doesn't want to touch George's property. Maybe can't take my genius. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on. What's next? Jabin Carter says Peter Parker gets his name from Peter in the Bible. Peter or Petros in Greek means rock. Therefore, confirmed, the thing will be in No Way Home. Yes, that's most of everyone's predictions. First of all, Jabin, I was going to say, I am very impressed with your biblical mm. original languages thing. Got there, that concordance yes, out. Uh, Peter is, is, like, I had to read, read it in Greek. I had to read the New Testament in Greek. And yes, Peter is Petros, um, th- which is why... There is a, uh, <laughs> there was a big, back in the 80s and early 90s, the biggest Christian rock band in the world was not Striper, although Striper was really big. To hell with the devil. That was their big thing. Like, <laughs> they had the blonde hair swooped out to here and like they had yellow and black like leather that they would wear. That, that was Striper. But no, the, the biggest band at the time was a, t- was a band in those circles called Petra. Which is kind of a take on Petra. that. It was take on rock, uh, and you know their their thing was on this rock. But anyway, yes, Petros is actually it in Greek, and yes, it does mean rock. So well done. You just pointed out. Let's see, but you're the one thing you're wrong about though, is it's not a hint that the thing is going to be there. Is that Black Adam is coming because Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> is going to be there? That's what it means. Uh, That's what it's all about. All right, what's next? All right. Lastly, we have super chats in from Gabriel Venegas and Kevin Cow. Oh, thank you guys for sending those super chats just to be supportive. We appreciate that. All right, guys, listen. We are into hour three, so we don't have a lot of time left to read some questions. However, we're not going to. I mean, again, I I turned off the super chats too late because <laughs> so many super chats came in. But uh, we are going to get to at least a few. We've only got about twenty minutes left in the show, so we are going to like at least till the end of the third hour. So we are going to go over now and start taking some of the questions that you guys sent in. But we are going to take a quick break before we do that. Give us like two or three minutes. We're just going to rest our voices, stretch our legs a little bit. We'll come back in and do our home stretch. So we still got some questions to come. Guys, you take this opportunity. Stretch your legs, run, use the bathroom, talk amongst yourselves for a little bit, but don't go anywhere. We will be right back. And we are back. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for your patience and indulgence. We took a quick break there. For now, let's jump over to your questions. Once again, if you want to get a question read on the show or on an upcoming companion video, simply go down into the description of this video and click on the tip link anytime 24-7. You don't have to do it just when the show is live. Or you can enter it in manually at www.streamelements.com slash movieblogtv slash tip. You'll be getting your question read on this show or an upcoming companion video if, of course, your question is appropriate to be used on the show. And, of course, you'll be supporting the channel at the same time. So let's jump over to it. What is... Our question. All right, guys, this is coming from Murray Reich. Maybe we will find out at the end of Hawkeye that it was Agatha all along. It was Agatha all along. Yeah, you don't laugh. I've actually heard from some people actually do think Agatha is going to be in in Hawkeye. You got that purple stuff. I I, don't know. No, that's Doctor Strange. That's Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. But I'm talking about how uh, in Hawkeye, there are actually some people think Agatha is going to be. Oh, in Hawkeye. Yeah, some people actually think 
that Agatha is going to show up. And I don't, obviously, I don't think so. All right, what's next? Justin W. says, good day, John and crew. Small Spider-Man theory here. I think in the final fight, Venom will line up with the other three Spider-Men, look at all their spider symbols on his chest, and then make one for himself. Mm. Listen, I... I, I cool. That's his I personality. that he is... Cool. Look, we said this a long time ago. Like, a long oh, time ago, special. we said, we think that Venom, being in this movie... This is where he's going to get the iconic spider logo on his oh, chest man. that he hasn't had from that. I'll and go I, bonkers at that uh, moment. I, 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 I will go bonkers, buddy. All right, what's next? Fanimator says, buy one, rent one, lose one. Return of the Jedi, Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> Avengers 1. Uh, this is actually fairly easy. Uh, Return of the Jedi is like maybe my favorite movie of all time. So Return of the Jedi, Shawshank Redemption is an undisputed to me, top 10 movie ever made, period. Maybe even a top five movie ever made in history, period. So, uh, yeah, buy Return of the Jedi, rent Shawshank Redemption. Unfortunately, got to lose my, what I think is the best comic book movie ever made, which is Avengers 1. Wow. But you put it on a list with yep. my favorite movie of all time, with probably a top five, maybe even a top three greatest cinematic achievement of all time in Shawshank Redemption. Yep, that's how I'll list well, it. Well, it was a Shawshank Redemption. That's right. Fanimator right, says, John, since your wife loves Dune so much, have you considered buying the movie on one of the digital retailers like Voodoo or Movies Anywhere so that she can always instantly rewatch it? And anyone who says Dune is better than Star Wars needs to see a doctor. Hey, Keep it's it up. all subjective. But no, I'm not. I mean, she might. She's already watched it like eight times before it left HBO Max. And I keep telling her, she goes, okay, I'm going to buy it. And I'm like, well, you do know it's going to come back to HBO. She's yeah, but I want to watch it now. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, all right. So she may actually get it anyway. All right, what's next? Fanimator says, a little over under game for John. No cheating on this one. Mm -hmm. Total box office for Spider-Man Homecoming. Over under 860 million. If you guess incorrectly, Chef Pleasures will have to make another <laughs> meal for you to eat while watching Rise of the Skywalker. Mm, um, that's actually fairly easy because I remember Homecoming. I can't remember the exact number, but I be I remember it being just under 900 because I remember talking about it and saying, oh, like it almost got to 900. So I'm going to take the over on 860. Actually, Ray, can you look that yeah. up? What was the total worldwide box office for uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Was it over? I'm going to say it was over because I remember it being just under 900. Oh, so tell us the answer once you find it. All right, okay. what's next? Darren says, Hi, John. Been watching your show for years and respect Thank what you, you Darren. do. If the Batman does really good in theaters, I think they should use someone they haven't used yet in a Batman movie. Who do you think it should be? How many years after first one? If you're talking about villains um, that they should use, it really, it doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't matter. Like we've talked about this a lot that the villain you take to put in there is irrelevant. All that matters is how well do you write them? Again, the one of the probably a top three greatest comic book villain ever is probably Dr. Strange, Dr. Strange, uh, Dr. Doom, Victor Von Doom. But they've used him in like four movies and they've all been terrible. It hasn't saved them. All that matters is do you write a great villain? This is a new iteration. This iteration of Batman has never used the Joker. This iteration of Batman has never used Clayface. This iteration of the Batman has never used KG Beast. This So it, it doesn't matter if they use a character that's been used before because this is a new iteration. And again, it won't matter at all unless it's written great. So that's my kind of take on that. You got an answer for that, Ray? 880. 
Okay, so right, it was over. So there we go. I was right about that. Okay, what's next? Batman Needs a Mask says, Greetings and salutations. John, I don't know if you've played the Def Jam games, Mm -hmm. but I was watching the Wednesday show and was curious if that was a Def Jam vendetta jacket you were wearing. The V on it looks a lot like the logo, and if so, where'd you get it? No, it was not. Actually, our buddy Ryan uh, used to be part owner of a clothing line Mm -hmm. called Veracity. And I've got a number of Veracity uh, jackets and shirts, actually. So that was one of my my buddy's company's uh, jacket was Veracity. So that's what that was. All right. Thanks for asking, though. Batman needs a mask. All right. What's next? Batman needs a mask also says Ray and Kim. Y'all are great. I hope y'all are doing well. And thank you for being hilarious and entertaining. (laughs) And John, I agree with you on the ketchup and eggs opinion. But mayonnaise is not the (laughs) jet. Uh, oh, the, the jazz. The jazz. <laughs> the yeah, jazz. smooth music. <laughs> it is the smooth mayo. The That's right. Smoothest music. That's exactly what it meant. It is the smooth music of the gods. <laughs> uh, mayo is everything. Mayo is life. If you're crawling through the desert and you haven't had a drink in days, oh my there God. was a glass of water or a little container of mayo, <laughs> oh you, you get that mayo. You gulp it up. Mm, hunger, thirst. Quenched. Yeah, well, no, honestly, probably water there. But mm-hmm. mayo on everything. Yeah, you have no problem combine, combining that with anything. Mm. I, I, The only thing I can't, like, I even, you know what I do even? Oh, when I order enough. fries, you know this. <laughs> okay. Whenever fries in a restaurant, if they don't have, like, a honey mustard or something, um, I ask for a side of mayo, and I dip my fries in mayo. I do. You, you don't look impressed. Impressed. I look disgusted. Man. That is no. Mm, we're not doing that. Mayo. Some spices call it an aioli, but we're not just having that straight up mayo. All right, what's next? Batman needs a mask. Also says John. I know you don't usually like animated DC comic movies, but I highly recommend the show Young Justice. They're on the fourth season on HBO Max, and it's one of the best animated shows I've ever seen. At least watch through the second season. <laughs> no, love it. Um, <laughs> to be fair, it's not uh, ju- no. it's not just DC and it's not just DC anime. I don't like Marvel animated stuff either. To be frank, I like there are a few exceptions. Under the Red Hood is great. Um, Harley Quinn, the the Doctor. Yeah, I love Harley Quinn. The Doctor Strange animated Marvel movie. I like that. But yes, I find most of Marvel and DC's animated stuff to be complete shite. Uh, and I don't think Young Justice is very good. To be honest with you. Now, that's just me. I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, I, I hate it. You shouldn't watch that. No, no. If you like it, awesome. I know a lot of people that like Young Justice. Great. And I, I gave it a shot. Doesn't work for me. That's all. Just doesn't work for me. I know a lot of people like it. And if you do, that's awesome. But it's not for me. And I'm, I'm not going to waste any more of my time with it. All right. What's next? Batman needs a mask. What up, bro? Um, Says John, Kim, and Ray. This is a question for all of you. What's a video game you would like to see get made into a movie? My choice would probably be Metal Gear Solid. Well, they're working on that. I I honestly, again, to me, it it doesn't matter. I, I don't think there's a particular game. The ones that I've really wanted to see have already been done, which was uh, Warcraft and Assassin's Creed. And neither of those lived up to their promise. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, then we got a lot of stuff coming. There is a Metal Gear Solid in development. We have a Last of Us thing calling coming. We have a Halo thing coming. So I don't really have any others off the top yeah. of my head. Ray, do you got one that you really want to see? There's just some properties, maybe, but they're not going to be big movie releases. Maybe I'd like to see something with Animal Crossing characters. I oh, don't that know. Would, you know how the Lego movie? That would movie, have so much interest. That's you know, a Lego movie? Yeah. Um, 
And that's really it. Like, Halo's being made, so I don't have anything off the top of my head. Kim, you got a thought? I don't know if this has ever been made, but the only video game I'm good at um, is Time Crisis. And I think it would make a cool movie. So Breath of the Wild is one that I think some people would like. Mm. All right, what's next? The Call of Duty God says, "Hey John, oh, wow, the God. <laughs> How do you Call really feel anybody? about yourself? <laughs> hey John, you said Rob was going to your private theater screening next week, and yep. what are the chances he'll show up sometime on the show with you guys or at your open spoiler discussion next week? Love Ray and Kimberly in studio with you live. So do I? Um, yeah. So Rob's going to be at our screening yes. on. Uh, yes. I'm so Rob excited. and Elizabeth. Yay! Yeah, Elizabeth's oh, I love too. her. I'm going to sneak some rosé into my purse. Um, so they're <laughs> going to be there. Zero chance he will be on the spoiler discussion because I cannot do spoiler discussions with other people mm-hmm. because it so many questions come in, it would double the length of time. Yep. And it's already hours and hours and hours and hours long. So I, I just can't do that. As far as when you'll see Rob on the show, listen, Rob, Rob knows this. I, I would love to have Rob back on the show. It just means he's have to drive out here. Now I drive out to LA two to three times a week for fun, <laughs> but it is a bit of a drive yeah. to, to get out here. Like it's an hour drive uh, to come out here for the show. And so, you know, when, when Rob ever feels like he's got the time or whatever, and he wants to make the drive out here, he knows I want him on the show whenever he's available. But you know, the drive is what's kind of keeping him from doing that. And minor thing is I don't want to do my show anymore over Skype. Now you'll see me have a guest for like a couple of minutes on Skype moving forward. I'm actually planning on doing that, of bringing in like a guest for just a couple of minutes to talk about one topic in particular. So you might see that, but I, I don't want to do my show anymore over Skype. I, I just don't want to do it anymore. I think the show feels much, much better when it's done with people in the same room. That's the way my show is always meant to be. The pandemic made us change that for, for a while. But we're back to the way the show should be and was always meant to be. And when Rob's available and has time to do it, you'll see him on here. But it will not be for the open spoiler discussion because I just can't do that with the guests because it would take it would double the amount of time that those shows would go. All right. What's next? Dad joke says, hey, John and crew, let's do a mental and spiritual exercise. Close your eyes. Mm -hmm. Clear your mind. Take a deep breath. Imagine you are all in the theater and just finished watching No Way Home. (laughs) The movie was Thunder Force Bad. What do you do? (laughs) What do you, (laughs) audience, think you do? Thunder Force (laughs) Bad? Okay. That was a nightmare. You just walked me through a nightmare. Thunder Force Bad? (laughs) Then all we can do is laugh. That sucks. I mean, all we can do is laugh and say, well, that was something <laughs> like that's that's all we can do. Then it'd be like, did the MCU purposefully tank Spider-Man No Way Home because they knew Sony was taking him back? I mean, I I mean, that, what what is left to do but to smile and laugh, man? That's all that is left to do. All right. What's next? Adam Snow from Kalamazoo says the other day you guys talked about having a movie theater to yourself well i had a theater all to myself when i saw a quiet place (laughs) great experience i had to cautiously grab skittles out of the bag as not to draw the monsters attention (laughs) to myself first of all a quiet place is one of the best movies in the last five years. I, I, I really do think that. And yeah, depending on when you went to go see it, you, if you went late in its run, maybe you had the theater yourself. But oh my God, that movie is so quiet. John, <laughs> the movie is called A Quiet Place. I know, but 
you can try to mentally prepare yourself for that, but you just don't realize how quiet the movie is. It's like, it just adds to it so much. I absolutely love it. All right. What's next? APM says managed to get no way home tickets for the 16th at 2:45 PM in my country. So I'm really thrilled. Nice. Been staying away from most fan theories on the internet so I can enjoy the movie for what it is without preconceptions about what it should happen or who should appear. Yeah. And that's the key, right? Like in all the fun speculation we have, like even talking about Hawkeye and who could the big surprise be that's going to tear up the internet and will Andrew and whatever be in the movie. It is fun to talk about and speculate and wonder and, you know, all that kind of stuff and analyze. Absolutely. But what do we always say on the show now? Do not let speculation turn into expectation. And when you go to a movie theater, you need to take all that speculation and all those preconceptions and you need to take it and leave it at the door and then just go in watch the movie with fresh eyes and judge it on its own merits, not based on your expectations, not based on anything else. Take everything else and just leave it at the door when you go into the theater. Otherwise you're just robbing yourself. I mean, that's how I see it at any rate. So wise words, APM wise words. All right, what's next? Jonathan says it's pretty clear. At least goblin doc and electro will serve as the main villains till doc turns good. Then it's gob leading the other villains against spider men. In my opinion, goblin should be the main baddie. Your thoughts. I think it's premature to have any sort of expectation about who should be the main villain. Who should be the one that saves the girl? Who should be the one? I think you're just robbing yourself there. I think that's just, it's kind of folly. Don't go in with those expectations. Don't go in. And I don't even think Doc is going to be, I think Doc is going to come through. My guess is Doc's going to come through, have that initial fight with Spider-Man being all discombobulated from coming through whatever he's coming through and confused. And then I think him and Peter are going to get along from that point on but I'm not expecting that. And I don't think that's the way it should go. I'm just saying that's my guess right now, but like everything else, I'm going to take that guess and I'm going to leave it at the theater door. So we'll see. We'll see. I and mean, they are hyping up Goblin a lot in the new spots. I know. And there's like three new TV spots dropping every day. And there's a lot of it's focused on Goblin. So you may not be far off, Jonathan. Just... Take the expectations out of it, though. Just take the expectations out. All right, what's next? Mike C says, so not only do I think Andrew will save MJ, but will sacrifice himself doing so. I highly doubt we'll ever see Andrew again. And since he's generally considered the least favorite, I think it will elevate his status, having him make a major sacrifice. I also think it's too coincidental that Raimi is directing Doctor Strange 2, and it's directly connected to this film. And we've already heard rumors of a possible Raimi. Amy Spidey 4. Ignore those. those. None of those come from reliable sites. Don't pay any attention to it. So I think we'll either see Toby in a fourth film or a cameo in Strange 2. All right, well, that is a well-constructed... I don't I don't agree with okay. you, Mike, but that is a well-constructed set of theories. We'll see if that's what happens. We're only three days away from knowing for sure. All right, what's next? Austin B says, Hi, John. I am so excited for No Way Home, but at the same time, I'm really hoping that a fourth Tom Holland Spider-Man film is a more grounded story with only one main villain. Do you think the scope of No Way Home has gone too far to return to a story like this? Thanks. No, absolutely not. Look, all that matters is, is the story good? Is the story good? You know, when you look at Logan, which is a top three greatest comic book movie of all time. When you look at Logan, it's not Wolverine fighting to save the world. It's not Wolverine fighting to save the universe. It's a couple of kids. It's a couple of kids. 
you tell a great story. It doesn't matter if he's trying to save the world or if he's trying to save the neighborhood community center from being developed into a hotel. <laughs> if you tell a great story, that's all that's there. And, you know, it's been said a lot that what we are missing right now is a true Spider-Man story, your, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. It's, I think we're ready for a movie. Don't get me wrong. I'm super excited about No Way Home. Can't wait. This is great. But I am looking forward to hopefully in the near future of your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, you know, fighting whether, you know, doing battle with Lizard or Doc Ock or, or whether it's, you know, a Kingpin or whether it's a whoever and whatever, it would be nice to see them get a little bit more towards that way. So yeah. Cause I, how more, much more bonkers can you go after? You can't just go into law diminishing returns and make the next one even more bonkers. Yeah. I, you can't get more bonkers than this. So I agree with you, man. I agree with you. All right. Just got time for a couple more. What's next? Garden Variety Vagabond says, Ray, I feel for you. In my 20s, I would piss off my girlfriend, now wife, for falling asleep in the movies. <laughs> because yeah. of that, I now have to eat and drink during a movie to keep myself alert. Exactly. Take, taking sips, etc. every few minutes to keep my brain alert. Ray? That's like my brother right there. Like my clone right there. <laughs> that's what i need to do that's why i yep. fill up with all the no matter how into uh, or no matter how much i'm into the subject i still have to have those things going in yep. order for me to stay on track all right what's next garden variety vagabond says john since you all have a private screening of spidey can you do an extended out of the theater reactions that includes reactions from your team as well as a few of your guests also a snippet of the energy in the theater before the movie starts well what i will not do is is film anything in the theater that that i i won't do and i don't think i should i mean I'll, i might snap a picture or two uh, mm -hmm. of people but i'm not gonna have anything up but uh yeah you'll probably see me have a couple of quick cuts of the different people like you guys obviously myself when we do our out of the theater reaction to spider-man on thursday so yeah that will probably happen garden variety all right what's next mr burns says hey john and crew well john i know you're not a fan but the trailer for cobra kai season four came out recently which sees the return of terry silver thomas ian griffith into the world of karate kid and tbh i think the trailer looks great i saw the trailer and I think it looks as bad as the rest of the series is. Oh, but that's, wow. That's just me. You are a big karate uh, or a Cobra Kai fan, Kim. I'm such a huge Cobra Kai fan. <laughs> I, I love it. I love how these kids start out just learning what a punch is. And then two days later, they're a black belt at the tournament. I can't get enough of it. I love it. And I, I have said for a long time, you know how they brought Cobra Kai to Netflix? They need to bring um, The Last Dragon to Netflix. They need to revive it. With Time with Ty Mac and Show Enough. Oh, I don't remember the it. movie Bruce uh, Bruce. Who's Leroy. the master? Show Enough. Oh, that was Bruce that was my favorite movie. Just like show me some boobs. Just like they brought back Cobra Kai. I really want them to do the same thing. That's my bit. Okay. Yeah. All right. What's Greg, next? Greg Kelly says, greetings from Glasgow, Scotland. Oh, one of my favorite villains of all time, Modoc, is rumored to appear in Quantumania. Whoa, with names yeah. like Jim Carrey. By and the way, stop, stop right there. Just so you know, yeah, there was some BS things going around that Jim Carrey was. That has been debunked. Just so everybody knows, that oh, has been debunked. You'd be right. great as Aw, boo. And returning Yellow Jacket, Corey Stoll being thrown around as the casting. 
And there's part two. This excites me, but I'm worried about how Modoc fits into the MCU. Also, I'm afraid they don't go with his classic big head look and you go for a more realistic depiction. Do you think he'll be in Ant-Man 3? And if so, who do you think fits the role? Well, I never do X actor and X role things, so we'll go. We'll bypass that. Um, I don't think we're going to see Modoc in Ant-Man 3, but it, it, it's possible. If they do, I think they're going to adapt the look a little bit. Oh, it, the, the look would look ridiculous. Big head. It would look stupid. I love big head. I, but it would look so bad in a live action. I know it would, but I come just, on. That would be so funny. And listen, the elephant in the room here is they just did a Modoc series yeah. with a guy I love, Patton Oswalt, doing the, the voice of Modoc. I thought it was funny. I thought it was one of the worst things I've seen on TV in ages. You did, I thought it was really funny. Ann and I sat down because we we were excited about it because we you know we love the Harley Quinn thing. This seemed like to be trying to borrow the Harley Quinn vibe a bit. Love Patton Oswalt, um, and I can't remember who's doing the voice of his wife in it, but it's somebody else we really like, and I just can't remember right now. So we put it on, and we got through three episodes, and we were both like. This is one of the worst things we've ever seen on television. Oh, like this is terrible. And I, we got up, no, we got more than three episodes, got up to the episode where he traveled back in the past to try to recapture what it is and figure out what is his wife. And he came back to the present, all that kind of stuff. And then there's the older version of them with the younger version of them. And we're just like, this is truly ass awful, but you enjoyed it. I thought it was really funny. Oh, I thought the writing was good. I thought the writing was really funny. Bad. Which is really too bad. All right, let's do one more and then we'll wrap it up today. What's next? Okay, Anonymous says, in an interview with BBC Radio, Zendaya spoke about her stunt falling from the scaffolding in Spider-Man No Way Home. And Tom says he wasn't in that scene. Perhaps it's Andrew that rescues MJ in that scene. Yeah, I wouldn't take anything that's the way things are answered and whatever. And that could have meant a thousand different things. So look, obviously, we have all been speculating. Ever since we saw that shot, that was very, very similar to Amazing Spider-Man 2. Very similar. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. I just thought <laughs> it, it's a long day already. It's something, when know. Emma Stone, when Emma Stone, Gwen Stacy was, Stacey was falling, very reminiscent of that. And all of us have been speculating that I bet you it's Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man that saves her. I agree. I still stick with that. But I don't think that interview comment is any indication one way or the other. But I mean, yeah, a lot of us think that's what's going to happen. So we'll see if they actually do. All right, guys, listen, there are still more questions to come from people like this dude here. Um, <laughs> is that his name? Uh, yep. Cardo, the bassist <laughs> and others. Do not worry. I'm going to be doing a companion video a little bit later today, just like last night. And we will get caught up on these questions. But for now, guys, that'll do it. For today's installment of the John Campus Show, thank you so much, everybody, for taking some time out of your day to spend here with us. It was an honor being here with you. Big special thank you to all you guys who sent in the comments and the questions. Number one, because you gave us great things to talk about, but number two, you supported this channel as you did it, and all of us involved with the John Campus Show, thank you guys so much for your support. Don't forget to come back and join us again tomorrow for the next episode of the John Campus Show, where you will see people like Kimberly Ann Curran. Kimberly, where can people follow you online? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at what's good. Kimberly, good luck. I will not be responding to anything as I will disappear from social media. And of course, now. right beside her, <laughs> maybe you'll see him on Reaction Watch maybe. if we do it tonight. Tonight, Mr. Ray Aura. Ray, where can people find you? It's Ray Aura with a zero. I'd like to apologize to everyone I replied to late on Twitter. Like I said, I just opened the app. 
<laughs> and I had messages. I had messages from 2018 from like one. No, of, really? One was from Grace Han Hancock. Remember her? Oh, the yeah, yeah. I replied to her and it was from 2018. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, guys, you, of course, can follow me uh, on Twitter and on uh, Instagram, simply at John Campia. Go and follow me there. Anyway, guys, that'll do it for today's install of the John Campia Show. My name is John Campia. And until next time, my friends. Bye-bye.